0: in certain countries, I'm not going to name, like a lot of social media is like banned and blocked and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, that, that shit would have really helped during the pandemic. Right. Cause like a lot of the people were spreading misinformation from these various social media sites and people's YouTube conspiracy theories. If none of that shit would have existed, like, Hey man, just, Hey, go get your shot. All right, bet. But now you got tinfoil hat 69, 420 talking about, Oh they're putting the chip inside you so they can track you as you're watching his video on your smartphone, in your house, with your Wi-Fi, with your address, bills coming to your house, like, stop. <laughs> Yo, know, it's your boy, Southbury 706 This KTSC Ave, episode 66, we're going do nothing, we just kick it. Shout out to El Chopper, shout out to AC3 Savage who's probably watching his beloved Jacksonville Jaguars play right down the preseason against the Browns with the guy Trevor Lawrence. Um, hopefully he does good. I'm excited to see him play. I know he plays the Falcons this year. That should be an interesting game. Um, shit, as bad as our team is looking, he might light us up. But anywho, we, we have Marcus Sniffles right now and maybe some other hosts. But yeah, what's what's good? It's just a
1: preseason, guys. Just the preseason like, yeah, it means a little something, but it doesn't mean like everything. You can't determine if someone's going to be great, good, average, bad, be out the league in a few weeks based off of a preseason game like Peyton Manning's first game in the preseason. His first pass was a touchdown. He then proceeded to lead the league in interceptions. So like slow down with the preseason game tapes takes. It's just one game.
0: Well, that, that's not true, because for your team, if your players do good against the second and third string players, then that means that they're great. They're going to be studs. They're going to be perennial, all pros, pro bowlers. But if other teams players do it against second and third stringers, it doesn't matter. It's just problems. it's just a pre, it's just a preseason for other teams. But for your team, though, Gotta keep that
1: Push that every agenda.
0: rep, every rep matters. I don't care. If next week we see Kyle Pitts torch the second and third string players, it doesn't matter. He's going to be matter. in the Hall of Fame. We're going to fit him for his jacket at Canton, all that stuff. We don't yeah. care that Justin Fields looks like a legitimate, you know, quarterback in the NFL because it was against the second and third stringers. Like he's ever played a professional football game in his life, you know, running people over, scoring touchdowns. None of that matters. They're, they're not professional athletes that are trying to feed their families and make it on a roster somewhere but not nah, doesn't matter second shirt third string guys trash he's garbage but now nah, But the all jokes aside, he did look pretty good um Trevor Lawrence is dumb for the day he went six for nine 71 yards so that's not a bad start for him as well but I mean I want to get caught up too much in the narratives because what the narrative will be now is that you know hey Justin Fields had two touchdowns since debut when Trevor Lawrence didn't. So we have to wait and see I think Zach Wilson is actually looking pretty good as well. Um, I think Trey Lance is about to start playing or has started playing his preseason debut. so this this may be one of those quarterback classes that we look back on in the future and we're either going to be like, hey well as a collective, we're, we might be saying like hey this is one of the great quarterback classes and me as a supporter of the Atlanta football franchise, as a fan, I might be kicking myself, as I kind of said on Dirty Burnation report. Check that podcast out if you're a Falcons fan, or if you're not, it doesn't matter. But I mean, yeah, Kyle Picks Pitts was on paper the right pick just because he was the best player in the draft, but that is the model that we are using to draft players. But I, I kind of joked with the homie uh Gatorgrade on Twitter, and he tweeted, like, yo, Kyle Pitts is gonna lead the Falcons after his rookie season. And I laughed. I'm <laughs> like, yo, that's a crazy, that's a crazy take. But shout out to the homie Jalen on Twitter. He kind of had a good point when he was trying to argue this point after seeing Justin Fields look, you know, good as a rookie. That like, it's cool that we drafted the best player in the draft. That's cool. But by time we're good enough to have a quarterback, he's probably gonna want out. Like he's not gonna want to stay there for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make any sense. Like a lot of the Falcons Twitter is complaining about. Uh, line issues, but you know, it helps with that. A mobile quarterback. But let's 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 uh get our other guests in here. Hold on one second. Did Trevor Lawrence start? I think he did. Hey. gang, gang,
2: gang, gang.
0: What it do? I'm oh, sorry, y'all. I'm in a parking lot trying to paint my nails before I step into this concert. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> right, right, Jesus,
2: for real today. Y'all hot, got, hot, y'all girl, got hot girl summer 25 minutes of my time. I so, respect
0: it. Mine. What 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 what's up, uh What what a uh, concert are you going to?
2: Uh, so none of these niggas is famous. Let's we'll start off with that.
0: Oh, shit um, we outside.
2: For real, we outside. So basically, one of my homeboys, he's in a band called Libra. Libra is performing at this venue called Five Two Nine um East Atlanta Village. So I'm, you know, showing up to support. I ain't never heard his mu- nigga music a day in my life. We just oh. gonna assume he good. Because I definitely invited my friends to come with me. So I hope he good. Uh, but you know, um,
0: like, I'm good. I'm actually intrigued. We might have to have you back on the podcast to do a recap. Because now I'm interested <laughs> to see if sure, this dude is actually for sure, lit.
2: For sure. I'll give you a full <laughs> review. But yeah, no. Nah, so I, I know that he plays the drums. It's a nigga that give me light skin Michael Jackson vibes. He, okay. he is the singer. But he's also a Libra. And then they got one other dude uh, that we went to high school with. He... I don't know what he do. I think he just played guitar, but he don't you know he don't give me singing vibes, but you know, I guess it still works out though. But yeah, so that's that's the concept I'm going to. It's like them, some nigga called Hubble Spark or something. I ain't look at the the flyer and really care like that. I was just like, hey, what time my boy playing? And that's it. So See, I heard somebody well, first of all, how y'all doing today?
0: We're we're doing spectacular. Do you Great. do to go buy a, is it Aya, Aya?
2: I oh, so my root. Wait, which one of you is Marcus sniffles? All right, cool, 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 cool. We've been Twitter homies for a minute. It's
0: good. Wait, let me see. What, what's what's your Twitter name? Let me see if it's I follow. Afro that.
2: Rose Blossom. So, oh I, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we follow each other. We
2: go each other. by Aya Papaya. Uh, that's just like that's A funny name I put up. Like it's not my real name. I go by Ayana, Aya, or Yana. Um, and I said that because. I don't know. Motherfuckers don't know how to pronounce Ayana. I've been called Alana, Ariana. My godfather still calls me Ayana. Ayana. That nigga just don't give a fuck. So, to make it simple, I just cut it in half and I let people call me Aya.
0: Interesting. Looking at your pinned tweet, The Holy Grail of Orgasm. That that sounds like an interesting read.
2: Ah, yeah. So, that book helps to marry um, spirituality and sexuality. Um, And also helps you to obtain a high level orgasm if you haven't before. So high level, what a lot of people don't know about high level orgasm is that's what happens when you're orgasming for like probably like two plus minutes. It can go anywhere from like two minutes to like two plus hours. And that sounds kinda, painful. Well, it's a thing like it rolls. It's kind of like, you know, like years. Like it, it rolls. And it's, you know, it's an experience that you can have on shrooms. Um, oh. You can have it through yoga. You can have it through meditation. You can have it through um, mantras and stuff like that. Like, you don't even have to have a partner. Um, you can, you know, have it with a vibrator. It's, it's a lot of different ways that you can have that experience. But it teaches you that because... And a, a high-level orgasm is the kind of orgasm a lot of people don't have. Like, most people, they'll have juvenile level, Um and that's, like, that little, like, quick, like, and then, you know, it's all over. That's a juvenile yeah, yeah. level one. Comes out and like, that's what happens up. when your body is still stuck I mean, in uh, puberty. But a lot of people don't know that, you know, like, their body is still, you know, stuck in puberty. So you got to pretty much do a lot of shadow work, a lot of growing up, a lot of, Incorporate a lot of self awareness to get to that level because it's spirituality based. There well, know. shit,
0: we about to have you have you back. I, was, I was about to say that's a, deep, like a deep dive. I, I feel like this Aaliyah take is not not that compelling. <laughs> but, um, let's, let's, let's 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 get it popping because I, I I was told that you had some uh you had some grievances there out with the the podcast regarding some
2: oh yeah some so talk
0: I heard about the with wheel like that and
2: I'm just here to say that's pure disrespect you feel me like that's that's my bitch you know like i mean rest her soul you know r.i.p but that's my bitch like i think the thing about Aaliyah is that like a lot of people don't listen to her for like the vocal aspects i think you know vocally she was straight but she you know she was on that janet jackson level and i think that's where she's gonna be i think she's just gonna be on the janet jackson level i think she's gonna be an amazing performer but i didn't you know i didn't expect her to start belting out shit like Beyonce, that's you know that's I don't expect Rihanna to do no shit like that. I'm not. I wouldn't expect Aaliyah to do some shit like that. If she was still here. Aaliyah provides an incredible level of nostalgia for you know myself and other people in my age group, and that's part of the reason I like her. Other than you know like that first, you know her first and I guess her only you know real well, not her real album her self titled album. There we go. Her self titled album. That that's actually. A hit that stick like grits, like the whole thing is a banger, straight up. Like I don't, I, there's, I can listen to the whole album and you know not have any problems because it's, it's some good shit. So when is I go, you know, all right, so what you what you got to say? No, I, I was gonna
1: say, do you, do you think it's fair that, um, like part of why people right now, especially people are like millennials, aren't really big on Aaliyah is because her music isn't. Readily available, like unless you were outside back then mm-hmm. and you had like the CDs or you purchased yeah. it on iTunes back in the day, like she's not on Apple Music yet, she's not on Title, she's not on Spotify, she's not on anything. Right. So it's like when you're not available, it's almost like people tend to
0: forget about you. That's true. Um, I can well, see that well,
2: being the case. No, I
0: don't mean, no.
2: like her self-titled album. I can probably, maybe agree with you. But since I genuinely like that album, um, I can I'm gonna leave it at I see where you're coming from. If that makes more sense. Well, I guess
1: people that weren't like huge fans, like big fans, yeah. like people people like myself, like I I still like to go back and listen to older music. But for me, because I didn't buy those CDs because I wasn't a huge Alicia almost uh, uh, Alicia Keys a huge Aaliyah fan, like I don't have those CDs available, and 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 so she is. She's one of the few. I think she's one of the few artists right now that you cannot find anywhere. Like Man. most, most artists do tend to live on through streaming, but she's not available right now.
2: Somebody on Twitter said that her uh, uncle got all the songs in a shoebox under his bed. <laughs> that nigga too. Straight Oh oh, man, that nigga a bitch boy. But but, so okay, well I could definitely see your point there. You know, people are you know real hot on it because you really can't find it nowhere else. Yeah, I could definitely see your point. It's kinda which makes it like a little bit of a relic. That's fairly understandable. I can I can definitely see where you're coming from on that. So from that perspective where you know she's a bit of a relic right now, I can agree. But um, mm. there is also, you know, YouTube Red. And YouTube Red makes it easy-peasy, limit-squeezy to, you know, like, listen to stuff in the same capacity, even if it's not, like, on Spotify and stuff like that. And so you can still, you know, get that full experience of having the album. I think, well, no, it's not even available on iTunes, is it? Like, you can't even buy it.
0: Not yet. not
2: it anywhere. Yeah. It's coming it
0: soon. But I guess I the tape... Heard- you think so? It, it's coming, but I guess the take was that Marcus is talking about people not going to we're going to stream Aaliyah's album when it comes out and the homie uh, I got a Grammy said uh, da, da, da. he said the allure is surrounded by her death her music isn't talked about nearly as much as you would think. She was on her way out anyways because right on her tail was Destiny's Child. She got a few for me, but I don't think I've ever said let me go play some Aaliyah and I was like, he might no, I don't know. He said he she he said she was mid. That's that's what he said. And I was like, he might he might have some points, but
2: I think I, it's a nostalgia it, thing more than anything. It,
0: okay, fair. Because I, I think that's it too. And, and the whole excuse of like, oh, her music's not available. If somebody were to tell me this artist is so great, right? Like all the people on Twitter, like, oh, Leah, Leah, this, Leah, that, Leah, this, Leah that. Like, if that music is that great and that compelling and that life-changing, I'm going to find it by any means necessary, like you said, whether it's on YouTube or whatever you got to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm on Amazon right now. I can can buy her CDs if I want to, if I really need Mm -hmm. to hear this music that you guys are telling me is so fire. Like, So I I don't think that's a a good enough excuse for me. I think a lot of it is nostalgia, though. because
2: Yeah, because for me, I can name the times where I was in the car And I'm like, play more than a woman, play more than a woman. And I'm like a fucking first grader. Like when I, you know, I remember when she died, like I remember them telling us about it at school. Like, and even before that, I remember my dad buying her album. and It was an album my dad played pretty heavily. So for me, it's definitely a nostalgia sense, but also like genuinely listen to the album. Like it's a really good album. Um, What was it? Let's see. I already, I already listening more than a no one. Of course, I can't look, think of no damn songs. I was like, I should download the track list right now. Nice rock the
1: Boat's the track, on there. Rock, the boat.
2: The, quick?
1: rock the, the boat. You got rock the boat and, long. and uh, need a resolution was another single.
2: Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. yes. I care for yeah. you was on there. Yes, yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. girl. I love. You get so busy. Hey, bro, that <laughs> <like,
1: laughs> like, you feel me? Like in it, it, in the. It, it does, it kind of sucks for Leah Like not only was her career kind of short, like obviously it was short. And it was only from like 94 to 2001. Yeah, but I was looking, I was looking through like every year. Like I looked at, I started looking at the year before she dropped and the year after she passed. I was looking at all the female R&B singers. It mm-hmm. was a lot of heavy hitters going on during her career to, where the, to the point where it was like, all right, So you got like Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige, Tony Braxton, Escape, uh, Anita Mm -hmm. Baker, TLC, Brandy, Jill Scott, Erica Badu, Kelly Price, TLC, Destiny's Child, Lauren Hill, Monica, Mm -hmm. Faith, Janet Jackson, uh, Ashanti was coming up, Beyonce was coming up, Kelly Rowland was coming up, Kalise was coming up, J-Lo was coming up, you can do whatever you want with that, Macy Gray, Khaleek. Yeah, so it's like you have all these options back then, and that's actually it's like wow, like female uh, R&B singers have been running R&B forever. So like, so you have all those options, and it's like, all right, so you just take Aaliyah out of that. You're not, you're not losing too much. I, and it sounds, I don't want to come off as like disrespectful, but it's like, hey, we lost Aaliyah, but it's like, all right, we we still got Mary J. Blige, we still got CeeLo, we still got Destiny's Child, we still have all these other female uh, R&B artists that can fill that void. And then it's almost like, all right, Aaliyah was good. Aaliyah was talented. She also had, at the beginning, she had one of the greatest singer-songwriter producers working with her, R. Kelly. And then after that, she had the duo of Missy Elliott and Timbaland working with her. So it's almost like, all right, you was good, but like, could Timbaland and Missy Elliott could they have done that with anybody else? Like, any other singer that was somewhat talented? Because I look at, it's almost like, is Aaliyah what Justin Timberlake was? Because, like, I don't think Justin Timberlake is special. I think he just worked with the Neptunes and they made him hot. So I don't want to, is it, like, kind of that same little thing where it's like, uh ah. Aaliyah was straight, but she also had a lot of help.
2: Okay. Okay, so I know who you are don't like, and I feel like this conversation goes perfectly for the, the person that you don't like. But I said it's a nostalgia factor. So I had this same conversation, something real similar, about J. Cole and Ooh. some other folks. And, and what, what me and my friend pretty much came down to was outside of the nostalgia thing, it's also one of those things where, like, it's always, like, even if, you know, like, all, all those heavy hitters came out, it's always going to be somebody that's just, like, but nah, it's a Leo over, you know, Aunt Mary J. Bly, just a Leo over, you know, this, that, and the third. And that's that's what really keeps folks fired because, like, I mean, let's be real, NBA Youngboy, his music ain't that fucking great, but he's got them 10th graders is keeping that nigga shit going, okay? Like, yes. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say something crazy, I'm gonna keep it to myself, though.
2: Like, I can listen to any nigga, yeah, I just gotta step outside, but it's always going to be somebody that's going to keep that shit going because, you know, they feel so strongly attached to it. I I mean, I guess Team 8, you know, clicks heavily with NBA Youngboy like it did for, you know, the kids that was coming up during the the emo times, right? So, everybody has something, and I think think that's what it really, really comes down to because I don't, if Aliyah would have still been alive, I know for a fact, if if she still had all that help, it still put her in a position to be going above and beyond, having all that support. I think she would have been just fine. Like, you know, if people were like, she would have turned out to be Rihanna. Rihanna's a bad, not a bad motherfucker to be at all. I could have definitely seen Aaliyah coming out with perfumes, Aaliyah coming out with clothing lines. Especially, like, the music. I feel like she would have got real big on the music, let that blow up, and instead step to doing, you know, the other shit. Is, shit, Rihanna ain't streaming for shit right now, but, motherfucker, fuck is it's still you know blasting her shit regardless so I think it all just comes down to it's always somebody or some somebody that's gonna rock with something dropping always even the SoundCloud
1: niggas get love yeah well I, I was curious so obviously she's gonna be they're gonna be releasing her her older stuff to streaming platforms at some point here within the next year okay. as someone as someone that is a fan of her old work are you interested in the new like unreleased music that they're supposedly uh, releasing? Like they have, I think I saw something about like uh, a song with Drake or something like that coming out. Okay, like y'all
2: can't be making rats off of a dead bitch. Like she in the days. That's how I feel about them releasing that Michael Jackson. stuff. like, what that nigga, Where's this bitch, Rex? Like if y'all don't, I don't want nothing released except some deluxe edition of her shit that already dropped. Like, you talking about uh, Leah featuring Drake? That don't even sound right. That don't even sound right. Like, you don't even up the tongue. It's not like a waste of fucking time. But, like you said, it's all about the guap. It's all about the gualas. Like, Nikki is greedy, but like, no, like, I'm I'm disgusted. I just want to say, I'm disgusted. Like, she don't, they don't even need to be putting her songs on her voice on no more shit. Like, bitches gone. Let her be dead and buried. It's plenty of artists that Drake can collab with right now, okay? He can collab with my left toe if he wanted to. Like, he got options. Like, you don't need to be going after the dead people. Like, to me, that just sounds like y'all niggas not creative no more. Y'all niggas can't figure out, like, something else to do and y'all like, bringing folks back from the dead because that's unnecessary.
1: Well, apparently Drake is in love with Aaliyah because he has, like, a, an Aaliyah tattoo on him, which is
2: I'm not saying it's
1: weird, but it's kind of weird.
2: It is definitely. Oh, oh, wait, Lord. did y'all hear about him getting that Celine Dion tattoo? And she no, like, we didn't. We can go to lunch. Like, please don't do that. That was the funniest shit I've I mean, ever seen. mean, she's in in, She's from
0: Canada. I get the connection there, right?
2: I mean, you know, I get, you know, I get wanting to pay comics or whatever, but like, I don't know. Like, Drake is, love. Drake is weird to me anyway, but we can get on that later because I know he got shooters everywhere. But, yeah, um, I just, it just sounds sound like, you know, folks just ran not a shit a really 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 really
0: talk about post about and shit like that and just asking for trust and my health. Word well we definitely hope you enjoy your comp uh, your concert and definitely have you come back on and talk about the artist and uh your the book that you helped publish so we appreciate you coming through. Yeah no I
2: appreciate being invited. I'll certainly come back on and tell you about this concert or if it was you know boo-boo or not, we don't see. Either way, I'm be in the front row. Like, yeah, that's what
0: I love Word. All right, we'll All catch right, you later.
1: Appreciate it.
2: All right, y'all. catch y'all on the flip side. Y'all be safe in these streets. Don't hurt nobody. Show love when you can. Hugs to my thugs. plug not drugs. That's
3: it. Facts. All right, peace out, y'all. Okay, what is going on? Yo, oh, is hold, kind of right hold on. Somebody said y'all was disrespecting Aaliyah again. Show your <laughs> face, brother. Show your face because this doesn't even make sense. And I just seen it was a third person on here. Where did they go? Did they is go it? hiding as well. Is that what you niggas do? You go into hiding when you get, come on here with your bad takes, you freaking obsessed Kanye West big lip nigger. Oh we know God. what's really going on. How do you disrespect somebody that's not even here to defend themselves? is one of the greatest artists of all time, period. The One in a Million album is an all-time great R&B album. i stack that up against any Beyonce album any day of the week, twice on Sunday. You don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Whatever girl you had on here doesn't know what she's talking about. I she's speak people, <laughs> The people's champ. Now show
1: your face. She was, she was defending Aaliyah. She was out here to speak up for Aaliyah. That's why she was here.
3: <laughs> Her damn thing that came off. what the hell was going on? I'm at work trying to service America. Servicing. And, and I get a text talking about you guys are slandering the great Aaliyah again. This doesn't even make sense.
1: Hey, man, sometimes you got to service America with both hands, man. Do it for your country.
3: Yeah, I'm sure you know all about that. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's the next subject? Because Aaliyah is an all-time great artist, like I said, one of the best individual R&B CDs of all time. Her and Timberland is like freaking, I don't know who else you would say. Your take on freaking Khalees was terrible, by the way. Khalees is a what pretty decent artist, but she's take? nowhere near on the level of Aaliyah, let's just be honest. Great singer, the, you oh, know, yes. great individual hits. Her first album was pretty good. Definitely loaded with the uh with the production from the Neptunes. But like I said, it's nowhere near as good as Aaliyah. I want South Breeze to bring his ugly motherfucking hand <laughs> back on this thing to defend his take before I expose his real name. Hey, bring chill your ass out back here, boy.
1: Chill out. Hey, how about uh so going back to the Khalees thing, like being you know, propped up by Timbaland? Like you could, I mean, being propped up by the Neptunes. You could almost say the same thing about Aaliyah being proud. No, you cannot right?
3: say the same thing about Aaliyah. Like I said, she was prompted by Aaliyah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am so sorry. I don't even want to hear from you anymore. I only want to hear from South Breeze. Please defend your take, sir.
0: What was my take? You know,
3: a brother that I've known for 15 years. And I can't take? believe some of the things that I've shared with you, man. You know, what you're a person take? I trusted with my life. And you would say stuff like this what about Aaliyah?
0: Is my take.
3: It's a terrible take. You haven't even listened to the album
0: repeat my take for me please sir like
3: i said if it was some anime Again, stuff, he has sure no you nothing to say exactly what's going he on. Can't even make take.
0: your take. anyway so how about the jags how's trevor lawrence looking
3: i don't even care about the jags like i said defend your take sir go ahead
2: right i literally
0: i literally have no take can somebody in the Shout chat please Somebody can somebody in the chat tell me what my take was because I'm I'm very confused right now. Nobody okay let's see what the take
3: go. was because like I said I got a message from Mr. Loski matter,
0: matter of fact, no no actually I, I I made that a clip and this is funny that you mentioned my take because I posted it on Twitter and I thought I was gonna get like flamed up for my my take, but apparently nobody cared, or maybe nobody cares about my Twitter, but um I don't think it was a hot take. I think it was legit. Like it wasn't nothing crazy. What was How it do you think?
3: make a take and you haven't heard her album though?
0: I've heard her music. I see the nostalgia. Hold on, damn it. Ah, I'll talk real quick. I'm gonna find it.
3: like I said, where is this mysterious girl that as soon as I come in she disappears? What The hell's going on with that?
0: She had to go. She had to go. She had to go to a concert. She was in her. She was in her car in the parking lot. God damn. Oh no! But she was she was on your side. She was on the the. the no, pro she's not hero. on
3: my side because none of the guests here are on my side. I make my own rules. Damn it! <laughs> shout out to you, young lady. By the way.
0: Okay. Wait. 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 Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Hold on. Is Aaliyah overrated? Right? Is, is she? Ooh, no. Is she a, a mid artist? Because if we're if we're keeping it a book, like where do we actually rank her as an R&B singer? Like. I'm not going to lie, me and the homie, um, fuck, I got a Grammy, shout out to him. I kind of feel like we're on the same wave. Like I've never really just been sitting in my house like, yo, let's cut off some Aaliyah, bro. Like, nah, man, I feel like there's a bunch of other R&B songstress I'd rather listen to. I'm a to Grammy.
3: He's 24 uh, years old. He wasn't even barely I mean, alive when Aaliyah was alive.
0: i my take play. Just by relation to R. Kelly, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we gotta get her out the paint. Let's by start marriage. the campaign. Hashtag Aliyah by marriage. By marriage. Um, oh god, I forgot about that. So that was my take. That my take, okay. I don't think it was that so crazy. I don't so think it was me. that crazy. Let me let
1: me let me ask Adolphus this. All right. So I'm gonna name some of the RB singers, female RB singers that were out during Aaliyah's career. And I want you to pick either this artist or Aaliyah. Okay. So you can you can only listen to one. You want to listen to Mary you want to listen to Mary J Blige or or Leah?
3: Mary J Blige bit, She is a little bit older than me. No, so hey, hang, hang on. Hey, I, we don't need
1: we don't need elaboration. Just pick one. So over Mary J Blige
3: projects oh, better.
1: We don't no elaboration, just pick. So over between Mary J Blige and Leah. Okay, Mariah Carey. Oh, She's a pop
3: star, so not to say. Mm. Just pick a name. I don't need
0: a No, lie. No, 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 sure. no, 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 don't play those fools. He's lying. Just go to the. Hey, I, I was still here. I was looking at Hey,
1: hey, just. I just want to hear. Just. That's all we need. Tony Braxton. That's Tony Braxton. Aaliyah with
3: ease. Okay. Anita Baker or Aaliyah. I didn't listen to Anita Baker, and that was before her time. Just. We don't need elaboration. Oh, yeah. That, that, I didn't listen to that, Baker. Right. Right.
1: I'm okay. like 75 T- years old. TLC
3: or Aaliyah. That's a group. What the f? Come on, man. That's, Brandy. That's
1: a whole Brandy, group. Or Aaliyah. Brandy or Aaliyah. Ooh.
3: Aaliyah with ease.
1: Monica. Yeah, cool Monica or Aaliyah.
3: Aaliyah with ease.
1: Tony yeah. Braxton or Aaliyah.
3: Aaliyah with ease. I didn't like that. Erica
1: Badu or Aaliyah.
3: Okay, I love Erica Badu, so I'm choosing Erica Badu.
1: Jill Scott.
3: Aaliyah with ease. I don't like
1: Jill Scott. Faith Evans.
3: Aaliyah with ease. Come on, man.
1: Janet Jackson.
3: Ooh, shit. That's a tough one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, come, go ahead. I, I'm gonna
3: go with Aaliyah. I, I like um you, I like you first Kelly
0: someday. Price.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm not listening. Damn, Kelly Price. What
1: Maya. Maya.
3: I like um I lick her ass crack. Okay. I That's God. That's <laughs> That's magazine ass crack. shout out. They need to bring that back.
1: Okay. Sade. Oh, Shade.
3: Oh, I, she was before Aaliyah's time. Aaliyah.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, Beyonce.
3: Beyonce wasn't around at that time, but I didn't yes, listen. She Destiny was.
1: Like she that. came out during Destiny's Child in the year. Uh, I don't Ashanti.
3: listen to Beyonce, so. Aaliyah. Ashanti. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Alicia Ashanti Keys. Was
1: afterwards. Alicia Keys.
3: Aaliyah. I, I, I don't.
1: Okay. Solange.
3: That was way after the fact. Aaliyah, man. Come on. No, it
1: wasn't. They both dropped an O2. Kelly Rowland. Ke- Kelly Rowland?
3: Aaliyah.
1: All right. That, no I mean, forward
3: tree, Aaliyah. So, so you're so,
1: so are you so so I so just based off all of these names that I've listed, Aaliyah has to be like on your mount rushmore of R and B seniors, at least in the female yeah. division, right? Yeah. He's who the, who the other three?
3: R&B, sing- what, with female me and R&B,
1: R&B
3: it's kind of it, hard to say because I don't want to get it confused with like soul singers, but for me and Mount Rushmore of R&B singers that are female, I'm going to go with, I'd go with Aaliyah, Beyonce. I, if you want to put Mariah Carey, I would, but I would say she's more of a pop star, so it's I would realistic. pick Janet Jackson over her, and damn. R and B singers and Mary J. That'd be my four. All
1: right. I mean, I'm pretty sure you did say you didn't like Beyonce or listen to Beyonce, but she's on your Mount Rushmore,
0: so I don't know. Yeah, Anywho, I, I mean, I, not, I don't, I don't have large
3: breast, a big ass. I don't, you know, like niggas, so. You know, I can't relate to what I'm she's saying. And I I don't really like lemonade either, unless it's Chick Fil A. So you know, you just do
0: what you yeah, got to I'm, 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 I'm I'm, do. Right? I'm in that. I'm in that camp. I to <laughs> that. I don't really. Yeah, a now you know language.
3: what? I, I would now. Rihanna would probably be in that <laughs> mix too. To be honest with you, um, if you would have named Rihanna, I probably would have picked Rihanna over Aaliyah. I just to be honest with you, I really like One in a Million. That was that's an album I played a lot. Um, I own one in a million. I own uh, age ain't nothing but a number. Um, you know South Greens know how I get down. You know what I'm saying? You know how it is from the block. So,
0: you feel me. Well, I do not endorse anything yeah, related to AJ. Not nothing the kid. So uh, yeah, so the boy Trevor uh, Lawrence he had a pretty good debut today. He took two sacks though. Did he? Did he actually start? Yeah. Is he so, the only rookie to start? Because I don't think uh, Justin Fields didn't start. Nah, is I know the frame that. Starting? Yeah, I know so that. Starting?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know
0: that. Yeah, I know Trey Lance didn't start because I saw Jimmy G was in there slaying in the rock. But, but so let me ask you about the Jags. I know the answer to this question, but like, is it common that backup quarterbacks get like tweet love from the official team page? Like. Or is that just a, jag- a Jaguars thing? Because uh, They're in love with all the
3: types of players, man. So that's just like your fourth string tight end, getting all sorts of love and people saying "So Tavon Austin shouldn't have got that caught that pass earlier that was intended for Tim Te- o- Tebow. Uh, but Tim Tebow, you got to be a man and let your nuts hang and catch that ball. Like You let it sit there, there come to you, be aggressive and catch it.
0: Well, that's a whole um, other You know, I, I Gardner Minshew,
3: I mean, y'all have all been to – um uh, the area of of where the jaguars play i'm sure you know the type of white people that mm-hmm. hang around and, and, there and
0: i, I know that I, we need to let the people know who haven't yeah. been to I mean when i florida. went there
3: last year in the middle of covid and never in my life have i seen that many Confederate flags on the west side like, <laughs> i didn't That's know cool. if i was in mississippi which i'm from or <laughs> florida anymore it's you know it's just a real country ass town to be honest with you and so yeah. they like it they like the tight Jork pants, you know, jinkos were huge back in the day there. They I feel love like a lot of
0: mullets. Yeah. Yeah. Eastone East Heights, that type of vibe is that is why they kind of like the the Gardner Minshews of the world. It has nothing to do with his talent, right? Because he's not good. Like he's not good at all. But no, he's you over know, thinking it up. Then you have like a Fu Manchu or something like that. Like some weird, like, yeah, man, like hot boy summer January 6th insurrectionist type hero shit. That's what that's that's the type of people that uh, northern Floridians ride for. I mean people yell out Duval County, which is kind of weird that um the uh the Caucasians have kind of appropriated that. over
3: gentrified the word for sure. Yeah
0: and they put like a specific amount of U's and like A's. It's like I think it's three U's for the for the uh, Caucasians. Um but yeah man they they took that and ran with that shit like yo. So I'm gonna get a twist. There are some some uh, some rough areas of uh, northern Florida but yeah, them cats don't be at the games like that. So chance of what are Jinko's? Do a quick Google search. You'll be disgusted at what you see.
3: <laughs> yeah, Jinko jeans, they were hot uh back in the late nineties, early two thousands. A lot of the they used Colum- to be called goth- Columbine
0: shooter, yeah, Columbine shooter pants. Yeah, that that people. type of gear. You can fit like a, a whole shotgun in the pants, each pants leg, so
3: the uh, acronym for Jinko was jeans niggers can't on. Okay, wow. Jnco. I, Y'all I, remember I, that? Come on, don't, don't I, cry. I, 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 didn't never, I didn't know I, that I part.
0: Had never heard of that before. That's that's Jnco,
3: J-N-C-O jeans niggers can't on.
0: Shout out to nine hundred four. Um, yeah. Fun, fun times, but but yeah, so I mean, low key, I think you were kind of being a bit saltier or kind of hating earlier on on uh, the Ohio State Georgia Bulldog legend Justin Fields saying discrediting his play because he's playing against second and third stringers. I guess maybe,
1: yeah, I think people are doing a little too much with that already, right? People are calling him a superstar,
0: I'm like. Slow down, slow down. The, the thing that I, I said about that, it is, you know what I mean I muted all the people
3: I, I I did tweet it and I feel like when he entered the field it was almost like you could feel the electricity even from the screen. Like he he has that it factor. I'm not saying he's there yet, but you could tell that, that he's a guy that's gonna be there. I'm not sure how it's gonna work out with Chicago because historically you have to have a super strong arm to be able to thrive uh, as a bear because of the windy city and all the wind that gets in. Um, But he definitely has the tools to be great. Um, I do always try to hold a little bit of caution with anybody new because you kind of feel like you're going against twos and threes. You're clearly a number one level talent. You're going to look better than people that are out there. So I just, I mean, not hating, but I'm not ready to, Crown him as the king. You know, I've seen a lot of uh, Atlians or Atlians that were, you know,
0: crazy. Oh, yeah,
3: man, shouldn't have passed on them. Blah blah blah. You know, but uh, I
0: mean, that's two things can be true at the same time. But you know, um, I mean, it, it's just one of those things, man. Like, let's put it like this: if if you switched his stats out with Trevor Lawrence, they'd be saying that oh, he is the 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 Christ. Second coming of Christ. We all knew this, yada yada yada. So it's one of those things where it's like whatever narrative or perspective you have, that's kind of what's going to be pushed. Side note: Why haven't the Bears built an indoor stadium? Like, why are they still playing outside? Like, it's too cold. I have, a take, I have okay. a take on that. I have a take on
1: that. Every every NFL stadium should be a retractable stadium. Every single one of them. There's there's no reason why the weather should be a factor in any of these games. I remember, I think it was like three years ago, the Colts played the Bills in Buffalo, and it was nothing but just snow. You couldn't see the players. You couldn't see anything. The game was unwatchable. It's unplayable. There's no reason for anybody to have to play football in uh, windy weather, rainy weather, thunderstorms, snow, any of that shit. If you, like, the Miami Dolphins, hey, you live in Miami, Florida, your stadium, you got an outdoor stadium, cool. It hits, like, 120 degrees, close that roof. Same with, same with like, it... And I, the reason I say that is because Aaron Rodgers said this on uh, Dan Libetard's show like four years ago where he was like, yeah, I don't really like playing in Green Bay in the wintertime, even during the playoffs, because it's cold. We can't really air the ball out like we want to in this weather. Like I would rather play, you know, the Rams in, in when they were in St. Louis or Atlanta in Atlanta. Like there's there, there's no advantage for Green Bay to be playing in Lambeau Field. Like just get a retractable stadium. Like if it's a nice day outside, open the roof. If it's snowing, okay. close that pitch up. Well, the I guess you don't want to you don't want to watch that game. You don't want to watch Green Bay in Chicago. You don't want to watch Trey Lance and Aaron Rodgers hand off the ball forty times each in a three seven game. Nobody wants to watch that. I don't care. I don't care.
0: Madden with weather. So I'm not, I know. I'm not watching a game like that. But. I think it's one of the issues where it depends who has to pay for the stadium. Like sometimes the city has to fork the, the bill for that. And they're not really with that shit sometimes. So, um, I mean, it does create jobs, but it's you inconvenience people. You've got to displace people out of their you know, historical residences and all kinds of stuff. like Jacksonville. They, they, they got people out there. The I know oh, Atlanta, Atlanta had to shut down churches and shit like that. It's, it's going to be all
1: right. If their team plays better,
0: if your team plays better,
1: you'll be fine. Yeah. If, if I'm the, if sure. I'm the bears, if I'm the bears, I am sitting Uh, Justin Fields until week two I am not putting that guy because I don't know what the Bears offensive line looks like but I'm not starting him on Sunday night in Los Angeles against Aaron Donald fuck that Andy Dalton you can take that you take that heat I don't care what y'all say I don't care Andy Dalton can go out there and throw seven interceptions as long as Aaron Donald is on that field Justin Fields will be on the sideline he can come and play week two when we played the Bengals in Chicago, he ain't playing against Aaron Donald. Not, not on my watch. Not if I'm the GM of that team. Hell yeah,
0: no. Drafted two rookie offensive linemen, so. I don't and, J- and Jalen
1: Ramsey out there,
0: you ain't about to embarrass my, you ain't about to embarrass my guy like that. Nah, I mean, I, it, come see me yeah. in, in Chicago. A heavy run, you know what I'm saying? Just game plan pretty mm-hmm. well. I think it would be all right. So. Ain't no game plan against that defense. <laughs> the
1: release. It's like okay, you want to run the ball, Aaron Donald's there. You want to throw the ball, Jalen Ramsey out there. Like sit on the field, rook, <laughs> study this game field. watch what Andy Dalton does, and don't do that next week.
0: What, bro? What is wrong with you, bro? You know what? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Oh, oh. Are
3: you watching <laughs> the game stats or what?
0: What happened? You you know? Whoa! What the? You're sick, you're sick, for y'all watching on YouTube. I, I'm glad you guys didn't have to read what his name his name was. It was inappropriate. You know what? I funny, seen I seen the
3: fleets before they expired. <laughs> you know, it a part of me. I'm not even gonna lie. I wanted to screenshot it, but I've gotten too old in my age.
0: You're, you're a dirty a, it's dirty, a little
3: yammed up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, okay, well you know what? This is not that type of podcast, sir. You're it's you're definitely
3: sick. not, you know, but the same. God bless.
0: Shout out to Augusta. Um, let me see what we get. Oh, so did y'all all watch Suicide Squad, right? Yep. Dolphins, did you watch Suicide Squad? Yeah, I didn't like
3: it. Okay. Damn, the little squirrel man was funny though, but yeah.
0: So yeah, I I saw a lot of tweets and oh let fucking James Gunn direct blah 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 and it was a it was a cool movie but it wasn't any transcendent marvel type or i didn't mean to use marvel but it wasn't a superhero movie that i was like oh shit this is really impressive it was cool but I, like like, I, like 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 jadakiss said it was good but <laughs> it ain't enough man it was cool like but i just the whole i don't know I see what they're trying to do was extremely gory. Like, I don't really get the the whole. I don't know the whole uh, support or, I can't think of the word. But I don't know why people like Harley Quinn so much. Like, I don't. Does she have a superpower? Like, I'm not familiar with DC Comics, but she's over here. Spoiler alert if you don't seen the movie. She's killing people, jump. I'm like, yo, like, does she have any powers? Because she, she's kind of moving that, like she got some powers. Even I'm like, even that scene was shot pretty cool. It was a pretty cool scene though, right? Like when she it, was spoiler
1: alert, escaping from wherever. <laughs> it was I mean, really it was really well done. It was like good action. Like it wasn't like, cheesy, it wasn't like too like too uh like on uh, like the Christopher Christopher Nolan Batman series, like the fight scenes, it's a lot of cuts. a lot of cuts so you can't really see what's going on but in that you can like actually see the action that's going on now harley Quinn is a is a popular character um more so because of who was playing her but even in suicide squad if we broke down like the amount of screen time i don't think she's in the top three
0: that that too because they kind of build her as like the the star of the movie i kind of noticed that real quick she She went to heaven she got first billing. She's kind of just there, and I know she brings her fans, but she wasn't really like an integral part of the the movie. And, and you talk about like that scene, right? Which sucked cool. I I didn't really get the whole color thing, like, like whatever. But like the scene before that, or the scene with her and that dude, like when he was clapping her cheeks, I'm like, this is really corny, dog. Like y'all are just knocking shit over. I'm like come on, man. Like that shit was dumb. It's also like, a comic book yeah. movie. The
3: thing is coming
0: from movies that are f- still funny, but not like over the top corny. But go ahead, Dolphus.
3: The thing with Harley Quinn is the same thing with uh Velma Dinky <laughs> is you know people like to sexualize those types of characters, you know. She has the pigtails, she has large breasts, and you know, you have a lot of people that do a lot of cosplay of these people, so they kind of have their own. Uh, unique crowd, uh, Velma Dinky or D- Dinkies, whatever her name is, can Ooh, get the.
0: Game. Sorry, Stray Lance threw a bomb, boy touchdown. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's
3: why I I think people like those characters. I mean, at the end of the day, for me in Suicide Squad, uh, DC has just done such a remarkable job of bombing films that, you know, you come in with just a pure shit, you know, uh expectations. And then it, it was it was decent. Was it better than Guardians of the Galaxy? The first one? No.
0: Was it than the
3: second one? No. Yes.
0: But um, I mean it was, yes. Uh, yes. It, it was. The second one was bad. The second one was really it was
3: bad and <laughs> this was like kind of near it,
1: the Second but... one
0: wasn't bad. It was just there was
1: the messaging was good. It was just he I have a, a whole other thing with that because it's good' I go thought it, I else. thought I
3: didn't think the second one was bad but no. I, th- I think the second one is better than this movie. I think this movie for the amount of, like, I didn't really care for Suicide Squad 1. And I thought this was a little bit better than one, but I see a lot of people are disagreeing with me uh, when I say that, but I-, I thought it was a better film than that. Um, and it's a lot of other films in DC's repertoire that I kind of feel like this is slightly better than. so it's okay. It's something to watch, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay for it if it was on Disney Plus. I'm not spending thirty dollars to see it. That's for damn sure. Um, it wasn't as entertaining as Space Jam, for sure.
1: Okay, um, now you're doing too much. Space uh, Jam. I'm not, I'm not Space, Jam cool movie, Space Jam. So. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's a space It was a really good. <laughs> <laughs> the spaceship it wasn't even. It was all. This not even all that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like I saw people when I was waiting to see some some crazy shit. Like, oh yeah, I can't wait for Suicide Squad 2. I'm like, oh, was there something crazy at the end? Or I was like, yeah, it really was just another another I movie. Think. I don't I don't know if they're
1: gonna make a sequel, but I
0: I did think that
1: this Suicide Squad is obviously is better than the first one for me, just based on like yeah, this the way it was movie, directed. Right? Yeah, it's a new like everything it doesn't even count. Like they're not even counting any of that. So it's just like I like the way it was shot, and I like the way it was written, I like how it was built up in the character arcs of all the, the people in the in the movie. And like if I look through all the top tier DCU DCE DCEU movies, like Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, the first one. It's better than all of those outside of Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman is the best one, and I would put Suicide Squad at number two, probably. And I've, uh, I watched it twice. Shazam I went,
0: would like to have a word.
1: No, the, the only re- the only reason I dropped Shazam below that is because, and I, I don't know, if, I don't know if it's a spoiler. And Shazam's been out for years, so if you haven't seen it, fast forward, whatever. But the main point of that movie was about the main character not being able to find his mom. They spent uh, like an hour and a half harping on the idea that this kid was an orphan, his mom abandoned him, abandoned him blah, blah, blah. And then there's like the, the point of the movie where he finally meets his mom. He finally finds her. And it's supposed to be some big emotional thing where it's like, hey, what happened? Whatever, whatever, let's talk about this. That scene was a whole five minutes and they just moved on after that. I'm like, so why did we keep talking? Why are we still on this? We spent an hour and a half talking about how his mom abandoned him all this other stuff all this oh i need to find my mom i, I that's why i've been running away that's why i'm going for, from foster house to foster house i finally found her she's like you know what bro i don't even fuck with you like that you got to go and he's like all right i'm out that's it i'm like all right man you're, what
0: you, you're looking at this movie like <laughs> Like, it's supposed to be so deep. Like, you're,
1: you're grading. Yeah, they, they spent an hour and a half about it. That was the main purpose. I, what that, was the main purpose that, of the movie? Never, I didn't catch what it. What was the main purpose of the movie? It's family. It's about abandonment. He's all about trying to find the family. And he did with that foster home that he was in. But the reason why he landed in that foster home is because he kept running away because he was trying to find his mom. And he finally finds her. And she's like, nah, bro. This ain't it. I, I ain't really about that mom life no more. And he was like, all right, dog. I'm going to see you later. That's it. Well, no, I, they they did they but, never okay. talked about it afterwards. That's why I I knocked it down.
0: Okay. Well, for me, the Shazam might be number one. <laughs> you're yeah. sick. Well, okay. So oh, Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman. I go Wonder Woman, the Snyder Cut, and Shazam, and then everything else below that is whatever. The Snyder Cut at two. You're. Snyder Cut wild. is really good. You are foul. <laughs> Absolutely cut. foul. Really. <laughs> I am part of the, part of the of Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man was good. It was like, uh, compared to the first one. It's a completely different movie, and it was it banged. I'm like, yo, it got was really, just longer. It was just no. <laughs> the story was completely different. They changed the characters and everything. Stop. You didn't watch <sighs> it this? I did long. watch it. I did watch did it. Did you it not six. see the end? Yeah. What was the point? They just added that in there for no reason. No, because if they bring back the Snyder verse, we got we got some good stories coming. That's the point. you letting us man, know that's what all we that
1: for It's all if like this whole Zack Snyder thing. James Gunn is who y'all think Zack Snyder is. There no, I said There I said it. He's a better director and he's a better writer. And come to think and I a didn't, too, I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't know it. I didn't know this before, but like the uh the zombie movie that Zack Snyder did that was like his acclaim to fame. James Gunn wrote that movie. It wasn't
0: his claim to fame. Before three hundred, before three hundred,
1: it was one of his bigger movies. Oh, okay,
0: okay. okay.
1: Like uh, Dawn of the Dead. That was a big. Mo- I saw that movie. I, I thought you were talking
0: movie. about the. I thought you were talking about the Netflix one with the uh, Batista. No, that shit was ass. That movie. So there was. I'm really. Yeah, there was a lot of hype behind that movie, and I'm, I'm still. Zack Snyder. Yeah. That,
1: when you let Zack Snyder do everything, the movie is not going to be good. You can't let him do everything. He's a good director. He's not a good writer. He's not a good producer. He's not a good editor.
0: He's not a good well, film. He's, he's I think he's a good editor because the Snyder film was pretty good to me. But he's not. That's he's, a, he, he needs much.
1: to end some of that shit out.
0: But yeah, I, I did like John Cena's character. I kind of wish we had a uh, what is it, peacemaker for the the anti-vaxxers. I wish he would go out there and <laughs> keep the peace and get keep them the out of here. Like uh I, I am interested in the show they're doing with uh with him. I hope they do talk about COVID. That'd be kind of cool out there clapping anti-vaxxers to show up to the hospital and then all of a sudden want science to save their lives. But Nick, you know, what is
3: your real problem with the COVID thing?
0: Uh stupidity in general. I mean, like, but at the
3: end of the day, it's nothing that directly affects you. Shout out to Crown
1: Rose. Whoa, whoa,
0: Beach, whoa, whoa. wait, wait, slow down. Hey. First off, I
1: actually I'm glad I'm glad you said that. I saw a tweet, I saw a tweet about someone saying that where they were like I don't know why people are just about this whole uh, here we go Um, It's from Bria Celeste on Twitter. She says uh, she quote tweeted this um, due to an overwhelming number of COVID-19 related calls yesterday, San Antonio, the seventh largest city in the U.S., ran out of ambulances for 26 minutes. There were no available ambulance for almost two million people. And Bria Celeste quoted that retweet by saying, when people say, how does someone not getting vaccinated affect everyone else? This right here is how. And I also saw a TikTok that said that a guy, hes his wife has stage four breast cancer. And she was in the hospital for a few, she was supposed to be in the hospital for a few days, dealing with, you know, doing all the stuff that they're supposed to do. But she had to leave early because all the beds were getting filled up with all the COVID patients that haven't been vaccinated. So she had to leave the hospital early. To house all the people that haven't been vaccinated. So that's how I'm not, I'm not talking specifically to you. I'm just saying in general, if you're one of the people who are like, Hey, I'm not getting vaccinated. It doesn't matter. How does that affect the next guy? And that's how it does. When people get sick, they end up in the hospital and now people that need to be in the hospital have to leave. When you could have just got vaccinated and been, you know, on better. Still be
3: in the hospital. And no, 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 no. no that's
1: what the fact. Okay, here, that's what the vaccine oh, does. No. Getting the vaccine. I, I definitely know of a
3: hospital. couple people who have passed away in the last two weeks. So. Okay, oh,
0: yeah. and, and, and Mr., and Mr. Savage knows me in real life. He knows how it directly affects me. Please stop.
3: Your I, I don't know how it directly affects you. I'm just saying. I, you you have been <laughs> okay. on this tangent for weeks now. And I'm
0: just like, Jesus Christ, the Latter day Saints. It's not a tad, it's, it's real life, man. Like, it's 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 sick out here, man. Sicko mode, man. My thing is, is again, if you're like, yo, look at it like this if you're like, yo, I don't want to drink any water, right? Cool. That's your choice. But when you come to the hi- hospital saying, like, yo, I'm dehydrated, I need hydration, it's like, bro, you chose not to drink water. You could have drank water for free. And now you wouldn't need to be in the hospital. But now you're in the hospital wasting my time exposing me to your stupidness. That's my point. So But I mean, I thought you know what? Shout out to the frontline workers that we we as a collective in America clapped for and spun around boats and flew ships and wasted all kinds of money, you know, just to big them up, just to not give a fuck about a year later when we wanted to go back outside and do whatever we wanted to to further our own selfish individual plans. But you know. God bless America. I still feel like some of this stuff is the
3: fault of the U.S. government and the CDC for the people who are vaccinated that still are running out, being you know tens of thousands of people at different music festivals, not knowing they could still catch the coronavirus as well. But I'll never shame you whether you do it one way or the cool. other, just as long as I you wear your mask regardless. That's my thoughts.
0: Yeah. Okay. Still wash your hands though. I think people COVID went away and people were like, Oh, I don't need bleach anymore for my house. I'm just gonna be yeah. dirty. wash your
3: hands, make sure you're washing your legs, your full body. Full body. You know.
1: Not
0: just uh, when you think full body. I, I
3: think I, I've been on a date nap the last uh week. <laughs> and now I guess I'm gonna have to ask women do they shower every day or you know what goes on with that, which is just so weird to me. We're fine white,
1: out. white. White women. so much
3: useless information the the about DMs. our white. chicken brethren
0: white and i women. ain't talking no about women. our
3: boy chance i'm talking about you know the white <sighs>
0: <sighs> so uh, another hot take hopefully the government doesn't shut us down for this but like i did see a, a post on twitter somewhere that in certain countries i'm not going to name like a lot of social media is like banned and blocked and stuff like that and I was like, yo, that, that shit would have really helped during the pandemic, right? Because like a lot of the people were spreading misinformation from these various social media sites and people's YouTube conspiracy theories. If none of that shit would have existed, like, hey, man, just, hey, go get your shot. All right, bet. But now you got tinfoil hat 69, 420 talking about, oh, they're putting the chip inside you so they can track you as you're watching his video on your smartphone in your house with your Wi-Fi with your address bills coming to your house, like stop. But I also think low key and and more this, this is also probably problematic, but I think what they should have did was got like Steven Spielberg and all the top, like CGI movie people that have like the first couple people that got COVID Photoshop some videos of their arms falling off or some weird shit like their eyeballs falling off their head or, or their skin melting. Because I guarantee you, the thing I'm like, yo, COVID's gonna make your arm stop working. 100% vaccination rates. No, no questions asked. No, if and I'll asked. tell you
3: this, um, and I just wanted to say this. Uh, so shout out to the homie Lane Driver. Um, he, he passed away from COVID um, last week, and like I seen, you know, I'm just gonna say this you know because he he was a very nice person and that really opened my eyes to like a lot of things you know just how life can be so short um you don't want to be on that ventilator in the hospital all alone when it's your time to go like so do whatever you have to do to survive but i mean i i seen the video of this man literally take his last breath and That was a crazy sight. Like if you if you guys have never seen someone die before, you know, I I, I seen a video of a man dying of COVID. Like it's unreal. And this person had so many plans for the future, so many plans for his life. And, you know, when you think about it being, you know, in your early 40s, everything being taken away from you just a really sad thing. And it, it helped me to like put things into perspective, like in your own life that, you know, you could you could pass away at any moment from it. So, you know, definitely make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, yeah. I know with the conspiracy theory things, to be honest with you, some of the stuff really is stupid and it doesn't make sense. The government wanted to track you. They vaccinate us before we're five years old. Um, you know, like you said, they have cell phones. Uh, they have your VPN from your Wi-Fi. Um, they could poison your food. They could poison your water. It's a lot of different ways they can get rid of you uh, without releasing a disease that affects everybody. So, with some of the stuff, just be realistic of things, like on the real. Because I know it's a lot of stuff that goes out that's on the internet. It's a lot of niggas out here that's scared. The thing that really just confuses me over time, just watching people, is you got the forty-five supporters. They're, no ma- they're non-maskers and anti vaxxers but then you have a large portion of black people that are finally like teaming together with the 45 people and saying, "Hey, well, I don't want to be vaccinated." When all the while we were clowning these same people, you know, ten months ago. So it's just kind of weird. But you know, make the best case scenario for you, and uh, just try your best to live your life.
0: Yeah, RIP <clears throat> that 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 gentleman. I just saw it. What- <laughs> This has nothing to do with anything. It's very non sequitur. Non Um, But damn, Tebow cannot block for shit. Oh my god, dog! That shit is terrible. <laughs> oh, is that
1: man not making the team, man. If he can't Uh-oh. block and he's not uh, one of the better tight
0: ends in the league, nah, dog. Get him out of here. Let me let me add on this video, but yeah, man. But that that's the thing, man. Do do what you you need to do, but don't bring that stupid shit around me. That's that's all I'm saying. It is what it is. Uh shit! Anywho, uh, what else we got? Because like I said, I ordered some Peruvian food, and that's just most super delicious. Um, I think well, I I, I messed the chat. I want to save that topic for a, a, a full episode. Maybe maybe I could you know put in some OT for for that topic. Um, if you want to do the Cardi B, Lizzo, Britney Spears. Honestly, with the Britney Spirit shit, my real quick take is I don't give a fuck. Like I don't <laughs> care. I really don't I really don't think you guys do either, to be honest. I think it's just one of those Twitter rallies that you know it's one of those things where you, you get hype about it. You know, El Chapo might care, but in the grand scheme of things, like I I don't care. Like I kind of I do want to do a Twitter segment one day and it, it happens so much that I forget myself, but there's so much thing so many things we get so worked up over on the internet. And then, like, literally a week later, I can't remember. Like, prime example, um, your boy Jacob Blake out there in Kenosha who shot them people. What the Fuck happened to him? Is he is he is he in jail? Is he still roaming the streets? Of, where where is he at? Right, dude that got shot like eight times, seven times with that cop, point blank. Whatever happened to that? You know what I'm saying? We were all worked up and and foaming at the mouth about these these issues and topics, and it's just like. We we don't really care. But that's that's neither here nor there. But yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I do I guess I don't uh I guess I don't know if I care about like Britney Spears uh personally, like on a personal level, about what's going on with her, but I do think that um uh artists not even artists because anybody can get under get put under a conservatorship. So the idea that the, the conservatorship is made to help protect you protect you from yourself so it's like hey you know i'm britney spears i'm worth 50 million dollars i've been having a mental breakdown i want to go bet 40 million dollars on the jaguars you know winning the super bowl this year a conservator is supposed to step in and be like hey we're not doing that what a conservator is not supposed to do and how uh her previous conservator was taking advantage of her was hey you know i'm britney spears i'm worth she's probably worth like 100 million dollars so she's like, you know what? I don't want to work right now. I don't want to go out and perform. I don't want to do go do live shows. And the conservator's like, you know what? I'm signing you up to do a tour or to do a, a Vegas residency where you got to perform every night in Vegas. I don't want to do that. Too bad. You got to do it. Oh, uh, I'm Britney Spears. I want to, I want to have a child. I want to have a. I got, I got two kids. I'm with, you know, whoever, and or I'm by myself. I just want to have another baby is like, no, you can't do that. So it's like, I'm not against having a conservator. I'm against the idea of a conservator taking advantage of that person they're supposed to be in charge of. And that's what I think was going on with her, is she was being uh, taken advantage of. So I'm I'm glad that she's gotten that figured out, because I still think she's going to have a conservator. It's just not going to be her dad, who was just taking advantage of her situation. But... I mean, if we if we, if we don't have nothing else to talk about, I do I do want to kind of talk about this
0: movie I did. I did. Lowski wanted to come in real quick and, and give some takes. There's no Okay, while well.
3: we wait for Lowski to come in. I, I I actually want to talk about um there was a mass shooting in the United Kingdom or England or somewhere over there. Uh which you guys know of course is rare because it's extremely hard to where does this nigga go. It's extremely hard to get a gun over there, but this dude is an incel virgin, which is something I've never heard of before, but apparently he has, like, extremely misogynistic views, and he's some sort of a virgin, and he feels like uh, that men should be able to ask for sex at any moment that they would like. Uh, Just a weird-ass white dude, 23-year-old crane operator, went on a killing spree this is a real a really weird world and I mean definitely learned something new today so I've been like looking at the subculture of uh, what this guy had going on mentally he looks whacked out of his mind but um uh, you know just crazy ass white people it's been a week for y'all. Um, so I guess I'm on the podcast by myself so I guess I can say whatever the fuck I want now. so thank God for that. Oh, shit. Welcome back. So I'm assuming Lowski's supposed to be coming in here soon. Um, you know, as far as Britney Spears is concerned, I'm actually happy for getting her freedom because, I mean, I understand she had the meltdown in 07-08, but that was 12 years ago. And it just seems like having those types of things in place kind of leads you to possibly being – damn, this nigga all the way left. It leads you to possibly being – Taken advantage of, and you know, as an adult, I mean, Britney Spears is what damn near forty. Like, you don't want to go through that. And yes, uh, that GA boy killing people because he's a virgin and has very crazy idealistic, uh, idealistic mentality. Um, maybe he had some pent up aggressions. Like I said, this dude looked like a fucking moron, and he killed five people, including a three year old uh, baby girl. Ah, uh, because of these views that he had. Like I said, this is the first time that I have read of this thing. Um, So just a crazy world we live in. I mean, you just gotta basically just know what's going on, be aware of your surroundings at all times. Uh, before today, I didn't even know that you can have a gun in the United Kingdom at all. Um, So yeah, I guess we're gonna be.
1: Well, I didn't. I didn't um, hear all the things that you said about the guy in the United Kingdom that killed five people. I'm sure you mentioned that that was like the largest mass shooting over there in like a decade and that happens in america on a tuesday and uh the thing that i will say when it comes to like gun violence uh america is the florida of the world like when it comes to our behavior and how we act around things we're literally florida like we're the part of the world where they're just like i can't believe they're doing that how are they allowed to do that kind of stuff someone
3: I agree embarrassing with on that. it's
1: embarrassing <laughs> but uh the, i think one of the things that we we're going to talk about was the uh is the cardi b stimulus package like having cardi b like cardi b seems to be the go-to artist now at least in the r&b world as far as like if you're looking for a feature if you're looking for a look if you need to do some numbers put some numbers up seems like cardi b is the one you go to like normally did it uh like uh, four weeks ago Lizzo just dropped a song with her um, this past Friday. She's been on a couple other features like uh, like reggaeton stuff and other um, soundtracks. So it's it's almost as if like Cardi B is replacing Drake when it comes to like the big name rapper that you go to for features.
4: I mean, I listen to a Cardi B song while listening to a Drake song right now.
1: Let me Yikes!
3: Real. What that nigga whack so? Ooh.
1: Whoa, no. that man came in, hot. <laughs> man came you know in what?
3: hot. I'm just gonna go ahead and mute my bald brother Lowski because I don't wow. know what he's talking about. Drink <laughs> uh, clearly surpassed what was it 150 million something on Spotify? Who I don't, I don't know who uses Spotify.
4: Tell that bitch ass nigga to drop the album and then we'll see.
3: I don't know who uses Spotify outside of El Chopper. Shout out to El Chopper, shout out to all of the niggers that try to use spotify i don't know why you just don't use apple music or title so or something you. you weirdos but you know that was a bad take a horrible take
1: um, well, it, but- it, it, it does seem like the features that drake has been on or has given out the ver- and it, this is no this is not like a shot at drake like his verses are still top tier verses but it's just like it as a feature artist he hasn't really boosted up someone to a level to where it's like, okay, this song is doing numbers. This song is going places. Like even if he overtakes a song, like the song he did with uh black boy JB, like he completely took over that song. Black boy JB became nothing, but the song was still everywhere. And he still got paid off of that. J- Drake's not doing that anymore. And it's like, I don't want to say Drake is washed, but it's like, I mean, hip hop is a young person's game. And Cardi B is, you know, I said it last week where it's like, hey, who is Drake afraid of when it comes to dropping an album? Like, are you're not afraid of Kendrick. Like, Kendrick's not going to do – he's not going to outsell you. J. Cole's not going to outsell you. There's no rapper that's going to outsell you on a weekend except Cardi B. She's the only person that could do it. So Cardi B is now trying to – I'm not saying she's trying to do it, like, purposely, but she might be the person that you go to for a feature. When you need, like, your hot new artist or someone that's trying to make a comeback – Hey, I need to. I need this to do numbers. I only got the budget for one big name rapper. It's either Drake or Cardi B. Who do you want? And it seems like cool. a lot of people are going at Cardi right now. That's a lie, but continue. Cardi. <laughs> I mean, Normani could have got Cardi. Lizzo could have had a. Lizzo
3: had a bar about. I don't know who. that song. And a lot
1: of people that. don't. Oh, that's the problem. That's why she has a Cardi B feature. Because I don't know, don't know who, who Lizzo
3: her. is either. I just You're
4: knew one of y'all is. was to have an amazing you, you hot take. You lying like shit right now, boy. You I know, know one of y'all dog.
3: had a very nasty take about the young lady Lizzo. So
4: Yeah, I need her to do that little dance on my nose ASAP. No cap. <laughs>
1: There's no way that you don't know who Lizzo is, though. Like, she's like she was the biggest star for like two years. Like everybody knows who. Like, come on, the
4: big girl who used to play the flute, bruh. Like, how do you not know who Lizzo is?
3: Nah, I don't listen to uh, Lizzo or know who that is.
1: I feel like we've talked about her on the podcast. I'm yeah, pretty sure I know who
3: she is because of the <laughs> Lakers game, but I don't know none of her songs to be honest with you. I'm a bit chauvinistic when it comes to my music, so mm. I do. Say that it's certain women that I listen to, but you know, some stuff I like, some stuff I just can't relate to, so it just makes it hard to, to you know, listen to.
1: Yeah, so there's a yeah. lot of it, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to a woman play the flute, like that's just like I seen uh, Andre 3000 playing the flute. I didn't even listen to that, I don't want to hear niggas playing the flute. What are you, Pinocchio? Like, come on, dude. Drop some bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. I, you know, one day I was I was alone in my room and it was like three in the morning. I woke up. I was sweating. Uh, you know, my, the Molly just wore off. And I just sat there and I thought and I was like, damn, Outcast is still alive and not dropping projects. Like that doesn't even make sense when you think about it.
1: Big boy is.
4: Yeah, say big so, like, they work. Yeah, but it, I don't like, know what 3K doing. He's trying to be Jimi Hendrix and shit. So I'm not, not trying to see
1: that. Yeah, I'm not interested. Like, I'm not interested in what Andre's doing if he's doing all that flute stuff. Like, I don't want to hear that. So um, but I, I will say there's a lot of like just based on the song that she did, uh Lizzo did, she's kind of addressing a lot of things that go around, go on about her and the conversations surrounding her. And I was talking with uh, Hendrix Monet on Twitter about this, and you know, I was like, "This isn't the first time." Especially people our age, like millennials, people like you know, in the mid thirties and a little bit younger. This isn't the first time we've seen a confident, uh, a confident, heavyset black woman be out here in these streets entertaining people. Like you have, like uh, Monique. We've had Jill Scott. Uh, Kelly Price we've had oh, not, we've had a handful of them out here and there was I never really remembered having a conversation about like hey I don't want to hear no fat woman tell no jokes hey I don't want to listen to Jill Scott saying because she's fat you know what I'm saying like I don't remember all the the conversation that's surrounding Lizzo as far as like her weight and what she's doing and how she dresses and like as me and her were talking about it I started thinking like okay the women that I named are comedians and R&B singers. And the question I asked her was: Is Lizzo the first f- over? I don't want to say fat because that seems mean, but is Lizzo the first? Is she the first heavyset black pop star? And is that why this conversation is surrounding her? Because I can't, I cannot think of one <clears throat> pop star like. Because, like, pop music, you have, like, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Rihanna, Ariana Grande. We haven't had one that looks like Lizzo making pop music. Like, is she the first? Uh
4: Does Missy count? Like I feel like she has some overlap in pop, there, but I don't know.
1: Pop star. Yeah, that's what you said. And, and pop this is I don't know. Gonna, not a Missy's not a that. Missy wasn't a pop star. Let's not do that. She wasn't a pop star.
3: Come on, she she did have a little run. Missy wasn't a nap, pop that star. Was, that she, she crossed, crossed over, over, over though, man. She, she, she made she, did she cross had
1: over. She, okay. I think we're talking, I think we're getting something confused when I say pop star. Like when I say pop star, I'm talking Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Rihanna, like Katy Perry, Justin Timberlake, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not talking about like a rapper that had a famous song, like, then that would make 50 Cent a pop star. Like, it's it's not the idea of like you being a super popular artist, but just making popular music, if that makes sense.
3: I mean, I guess so. But then again, you know, the world is changing. You have people that are more accepting of that idea of beauty and that standard of beauty whereas maybe 10 15 years ago especially 20 30 years ago i mean if you even think about the beginning of baby got back i hate to use that because you know i'm not that type of nigga but in that song they talk about you know oh she's so black she's so big her butt so big all that stuff and the standard for the longest of time was hey i want the most petite girl and then it kind of went to okay well i want the lightest girl if she's going to be black and then it became, you know, just the different levels of it. Now you can be kind of thick, because if you think it about, uh, if you think about it, twenty years ago, Meg would be considered fat. You know what I'm saying? And now, oh, she's thick. She's everywhere. Um, so I just kind of think in this time, people are more ex- accepting of it. Because I mean, if you want to bring up Missy, Missy, well, they, they weren't they
1: weren't ex- they weren't accepting of it until I, I still don't know if they're accepting of it honestly like it's a little better we're 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 accepting of it in our culture like i don't want to say ours like it's like music is in our culture but like in hip-hop culture like you said we're used to seeing missy elliott we're used to seeing queen Latifah. we're used to seeing monique the general
3: really on this level but we we,
1: but but we but we never missy elliott was and monique was but we never we never discredited them because of their weight we never never been
3: like missy elliott's ass crack
1: Okay, I'm okay. I'm talking about more so the content. The <laughs> oh, content I mean the content.
3: For, yeah, but I'm talking about she's yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm thick and it's it in your <laughs> face. So
1: yeah, I just I just feel like you know, especially like in the in, in the urban side of things, like we're we're used to seeing Missy Elliott, we're used to seeing Queen Latifah, but in the pop sphere, we've never seen Lizzo. We've never seen that. That's like. That's like that's like if Justin Timberlake was doing the same exact thing, singing the same exact songs, but look like Rick Ross. We've never seen that before either. And I think we're just not used to that. I, I, I say we, but I'm more so talking about the general public. I personally don't follow Ruben like Lizzo. He wasn't a pop star. He was an R&B singer. It,
4: it, Ruben didn't last as long either.
1: Right? He was there for... He had one good song. He should have named that song Sorry For 2024, so he'd still be relevant. But yeah.
4: Shout out to my twin, though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's your doppelganger
4: for sure. Him and, him and, him and Q, bro. So I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know why I look like them niggas.
1: But I, I know in the chat they're saying Missy wasn't that big, but you were also comparing yeah. Missy to who was out at the time. Like, Missy standing next to Aaliyah is fat. Missy standing next to Lil' Kim is fat. Missy Elliott next to Pink or Trina or... Sean, or any any other female artist back then is considered I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's what it was. So I mean, hopefully there will, there will be more artists that come up behind uh Lizzo and kind of uh, are able to fill that. Not want to say fill a void, but like to where it's not an issue. You know what I'm saying? To where it's just like, and and as a pop star, would consider Adele a pop star?
4: I don't know, man. This because she's from England. I don't know what they can. I guess when they put her in a war shows that she's a pop star, but
1: she's also lost weight though, too. Yeah, she's she white. You know, and she's dating <laughs> Skepta. It's a little white
4: privilege with her. I will say there's a little white privilege with Adele when it came to her size and her music. I mean, she's a good singer, but <clears throat>
1: I mean Kelly Liza Price not... wouldn't
4: but I'm would like just to be like another singer, Kelly Price wouldn't get that kind of love
1: that Adele got. She's not Either getting the she's about. not getting your pass. Yeah, she wouldn't have got that. Yeah, but I, I do I do hope at some point cuz we I, we've done it in rap. Like we've done it when it comes to to rap and R&B. Like like you said, Ruben Stutter, even even before Ruben Stutter, like Luther Vandross or not Luther Vandross, who am I thinking of? Like Barry White, uh, like Barry White, like back then it was kind of normal for R&B singers to be like a little bit more heavy-set and like hairy and all that stuff. Even though there was like Marvin Gaye back then, but for the most part if you're an R&B singer and you're a man or a woman, you can look however you want to look as long as you can sing. And that's the same for a rapper and in comedian and for comedians. But it seems like in pop star for I feel like Lizzo's a, a groundbreaker, like she's a barrier breaker in that sense where it's just like, hey, I'm going to keep making pop music. And even though nobody looks like me right now, I'm going to be the first. I'm the pioneer here because there, there isn't there's never been a fat black pop star. She's the first one. So
3: yeah, Please stop
1: saying fat. She I'm sorry. Fat. Jesus. But I did I did watch an interview and she did refer to herself as fat, so I don't know if I can say that or not. But, you know, Gerald LeVert is not a pop star.
4: Gerald stop. LeVert was definitely a soul singer,
1: though. I don't know about that <laughs> pop star
4: shit. Like, when none of those people were pop stars, they all sang R&B and soul. Like, and with, like Prince was like probably, Prince and Michael Jackson like the first two black pop stars.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. So, And I don't even know I, if I can
4: I, count Prince. The nigga made rock and roll environment. Yeah,
1: I I don't know if I would call Prince of Popsor either. But uh I do think it's time that we kind of get over that. Like y- you listen to the music, the, is the music fire or not? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I I find some of the things Cardi B does annoying. I do find some of the things that Lizzo did previously annoying that had nothing to do with her weight, it's just some of the stuff she did with uh like an Uber Eats driver. I was like, okay, you're doing too much. Yeah, but it's I just like, that. yeah, <laughs> I was like, come on, dog. You're going to put her on a blast like that? And she didn't even do it? Like, all right. And you know but, what's
4: crazy? She did that at the height of when people did not like her. So she got yes. her most annoying shit out of the way. And then after that, people started to like her a lot.
1: Yeah. It's just like, you know, I for me, I I just want to listen to the music. Like, is the music good or not? I, I don't care what you look like. You know, like, I remember the first time I heard T-Pain. I was like, yo, this music is great. And I saw t pain I was like, that's not who I expected to see. <clears throat> not but exactly who I expected to see. That I, I don't know cool what I was know. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was like, it's not this nigga. But that didn't stop me from listening to the music. I didn't go around saying, like, oh, look at this black ass nigga with dreads. I can't listen to this man <laughs> sing R&B or whatever he was doing. Like, I'm not gonna do that. If the music's great, it's great. Like, uh, someone would look at, like, a Kehlani and see all the face tattoos and all the tattoos and be like, oh, that's not my type of pop singer or my type of R&B singer. Is the music good or not? Because it is. So who cares what they look like? Like, you're not... You are not fucking Lizzo, okay? Let's get that straight. You're not gonna fuck Lizzo. Lizzo don't I mean, wanna I'm fuck might. you Hold up, bro. Relax. Okay, I don't wanna... I I'm okay, I'm gonna let you manifest over there. i let you manifest. <laughs> Not talking to you specifically, but, like, the people out there that have an issue with Lizzo's weight. It's, like, you can say all that stuff that you want, but at the end of the day, Lizzo ain't trying to fuck you, dog. Like, Drake is going to—I'm going to I'm gonna put it out there right now. Drake is going to put her in a music video based on the lyric she has in a song. He's going to do that because that's what kind of—that's the kind of guy Drake is. Drake sees someone doing something hot, he's going to make his shit hot off of them, too. And not saying he can't be hot on his own— but he is going to do that. It is what it is. Culture vulture I don't know. Something
4: <laughs> about Drake just screams culture vulture to me, dog. It's, oh, I know what it is. It's cause I, he's yeah, can, it's cause he's Canadian. That's what it is.
1: I get it. got like, I understand the whole the whole Drake thing. Like I I don't I, I don't necessarily agree with the his his music It's trash tank. Like I love Ooh. his music. All but. right, I I, I went <laughs> too
4: far. Most <laughs> of his music lately has been duds, though. So we will go that. They're, they're not, not doing. Trash, but they're
1: not doing. He's not doing Drake numbers right now. He's not. Which <clears> is the perfect time
4: for him to reinvent himself and do something more artistic. His music ain't hitting it like it used to back in 2016, 2017. Reinvent your sound, dog. Uh, this perfect time, Ain't Nobody trying to hear. I mean, if he dropped Hotline Bling or another version of Hotline Bling today. It's probably not gonna hit like it did back in 2015 or whatever it first came out. He just, like Cha Cha Slide, lasting on the radio for what, like a month? Is
1: yeah, that kind of? I thought that was gonna be a song of the summer. I'm not gonna lie. I was oh, like, when I, that, when, I surf, when I first heard that, when I surfed, when I first heard Two C Slide, I was like, oh, that's a song of the summer. That song's gonna last through the summertime, and it, bar- it barely made it through the month. I was like, God damn it! Like, <laughs> I just ain't got it like I used to. I can't call it like I'm getting old or something, man. Like.
4: Nice. Jeez, I heard that shit maybe three times.
1: But oh, even if, so even, even speaking of Drake, right? So I was I was watching this movie that came out like a while ago, 2014. A movie called Chef, where this guy, he's a cook or he's a chef, and he wants to do all these interesting things in the kitchen. He wants to like make different foods, try different spices, try different, you know, genres of food, and the restaurant he works in. They're kind of suffocating him and they're telling him like, hey, stick to the basics, stick to the regular stuff. We don't want you to try nothing new because we don't know if these other people are going to like it. And this is too different. Stick to the regular stuff. And he sticks to the regular stuff and the critic doesn't like it because he's he's like, yo, I remember back when he first came out, when he first started cooking, his shit was interesting. He was trying new stuff. Now he's been in the game for like 10 years. He ain't even really trying no more. So now this cook is like, yo, I want to continue. I want to do that kind of stuff. I want to go back to what I was doing in the beginning. I want to take some risk. I want to take some chances. But the people that are signing my checks won't let me do that. And I, I kind of feel like a lot of artists, and Drake included, kind of feel that way. Where it's like, yo, I want to kind of make, and I'm, I'm not super huge on So Far Gone. I think it's fine. I just don't think it's a classic like people say it is. But Maybe he wants to go back and make music like that, where it's just like, hey, I'm not giving them super heavy lyrical stuff. I'm not barring people to death. I'm not trying to be the hardest rapper out here, trying to give you the best 16. Sometimes I just want to make a project that's mostly melodic, a lot of R&B vibes, a lot of, you know, I want to try to be vulnerable. I want to try to do these things. But there's, there's somebody, I don't know who it is, but there's someone in Drake's camp that is like, hey... You, we're not doing that like give the people what they want like they want to hear the hits they want to hear you do something with Lil baby they want to hear you do something with future they want to hear you do something with Rihanna like just keep it keep it plain and simple do what's gonna make you the most money don't do something that might that might cost you money but might boost your career in the long run when it comes to your artistic uh legacy because I, I, I if I'm if I'm if I look at it if I go back and look, I'm pretty sure 808s and heartbreaks didn't do the same numbers that graduation did. Like graduation probably did crazy numbers.
4: Yeah, I think graduation as as like, did five
1: million. Yeah, I'm talking Maybe. like even even like first week sales. Like I'm sure graduation blows 808s out of the water. But when we talk about like, hey, what's one of the more creative albums or projects that we've heard in the last 20 years? 808s is going to be on that list. And Graduation is not. And Graduation is a great album, but it's not boundary pushing. It's not something new. It's not something fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the same with Yeezus or To Pimp a Butterfly. Like, there's certain albums that come out that are just like, hey, this shit is different. It's, it's not popular. It's not going to sell. It's not going to do numbers. But five years from now, we're going to talk about this again. Ten years from now, we're gonna keep talking about it because, like, no one's made another 808s. No one's made another to pimp a Butterfly. No one's made another Yeezus because they stand out, and that's kind of what Drake is lacking. And I, and I don't want to make it just Drake. You can say the same thing about J Cole. You can say the same thing about Big Sean. Probably I say the
4: same thing about somebody movie. from Brooklyn, but you know,
1: <laughs> he do not <laughs> have
4: that memorable size. The ones that are stop, super memorable, stop, stop, and stop. the last one came out in 2003, okay. <laughs> and, and the one he did for the movie that's those are the last projects that were memorable, minus <laughs> okay. Watch the Throne.
1: Happy 10 year anniversary to that album, but man, <laughs> the Jay Z takes are crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but. To, another another thing that i kind i did think about i was reading the uh the art the interview that beyonce did and i've kind of i don't know if this is a hot take i don't know if this is a bad take i don't know if this is gonna get me canceled but i always thought like is beyond when is beyonce taking a risk artistically like musically like with her sound has she ever really taking a risk because like you know her first album i, I want to
4: say lemonade was a little bit of a risk it was a lot whoa it was more vulnerable like vulnerability it was personal.
0: It yeah was very personal
1: so so she put herself out there like personally she was a little bit more vulnerable she was actually a lot vulnerable and put <laughs> she was a lot more open a lot more emotional but I'm talking about just just sonically where you're just like I'm listening to something that i haven't heard before or i haven't heard in 20 30 years. And I always thought, like, I don't think she's done that. Like, maybe, maybe, daddy lessons because it's country music and black artists have kind of gotten away from that. So maybe that's a thing. But while I was reading the article, she did mention how there was like a uh, a an a uh, 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 advertising agency or something like that that kind of ran a program with her fans and the out al- like the algorithm said that her fans did not like to see her in black and white when it comes to, like, pictures and music videos. And Beyoncé was like, well, I don't know if that's true or not. Like, you're showing me these numbers, but I feel like I know my fans, and I feel like they'll be willing to take that ride with me if I do do things in black and white. So that's what she did. She ignored all the information, all the data, all her people that are in charge of her, and if you go back and look at uh, i believe it was for the i am sasha fierce album the album with uh, single ladies on it mm. that video is in black and white she did another video that was in black and white the that album cover drunk in love in black and white too no that that's not on that album though like this oh, okay. whole like that the, that whole like i am sasha fierce era was all in black and white i'm pretty sure like even the album cover was in black white and it still did numbers the video still did numbers the singles still did numbers single ladies to me is the greatest pop song ever so it's just like and that's kind of where like it, it brought me back to that movie where it's just like yeah you're telling me to just keep doing the regular stuff and people will like it but what if i take this chance what if i try something different what if i give my audience a chance to experience something new that they haven't experienced it. Maybe they will like it. And you know what? Maybe, and maybe they won't like it. There's also that. I don't want to go out there and say like, hey, if you're an artist, always try something new. Always shoot for the fences. Always shoot for whatever. And let everybody else be damned. Like sometimes you're going to fail. But if you believe in it, you got to try it at least. At least fight for your ideas. And that's what Beyonce did. She was like, yo, I want to do all this stuff in black and white. I know what the numbers say. I know what you your your survey says. But I think my fans will enjoy this, and I don't know how. You know what? I'm gonna look it up. I'm going to pull up how many view, <laughs> how many YouTube views, uh, "Single Ladies" has. Because I remember, like around the "Single Ladies" time, they parodied, parodied the hell out of that song.
4: So yeah, many I know SNL it. got a skit with Maya Rudolph and Justin Timberlake the on there. Um. I just, I mean, I can't think of all the parodies. That one just sticks out because I've seen it like a bajillion times, but I just remember that song was everywhere when it first came out. Um, yeah. so, so this, I think song... they didn't even know the lip syncing thing before. I forget the name of the show, but I know Tom Holland was on there a couple times,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, I know you're sure what you're talking about, but so on YouTube, Single Ladies came out 11 years ago has 831 million views god damn bro
4: but so it's like that's almost three times the population in the united states right there that's like right,
1: that's, that's crazy like everybody has literally watched that video like everybody so and and it's, and it's almost like imagine if beyonce wouldn't have taken a shot at that i'm not saying like beyonce would have just fell off the face of the earth and not been beyonce but it's like Yo, sometimes you have to take a chance. Like, I don't I don't know if that video is the same if it's in color. I don't know if it hits the same. So I always I I will always give credit to an artist for trying something new, for taking a chance at something. And I think <clears throat> I think a lot of artists could take a page out of that playbook cuz that's that's Beyoncé going into her third album. Mm -hmm. and she she was already obviously she was super successful with destiny's child and she had two really popular um selling albums prior to that grammy winnings all that stuff but it's just like hey this is my third album let me just try something different let me throw something out there maybe it'll work maybe it doesn't but she at least tried it so I mean, I'm sure if I go through and look at all the music videos that came out at that time, most of them were probably in black and white because that's what she wanted to do. She wanted to go against the grind.
4: I, I mean, I feel like there's a thing in rap where you're not allowed to go outside your box sometimes. Like, you're not allowed to be out of your comfort zone, especially when you've been doing the same thing for it's 2021, so 13, 14 years. Like, if you've been doing rap with a little bit of R&B, mix with a little pop, and you've done that five albums straight. Are people going to give you the chance? Like Kanye did 808s and Heartbreaks after graduation. He was only three albums in, and even on graduation, you could kind of feel what he was going into with 808s and Heartbreaks, because the music started to change then. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. like Outkast, actually, if you listen to Outkast from um. I think uh, Southern Play Catalactic music came out first, but if you listen to the albums in order, you can kind of hear the sound starting to change up. They never really had the same kind of melodies and beats on each album going forward, even up into, and including auto Wild, even the double disc, which you can also see the where the split happened between the two before the double disc, as far as they sound went sonically mm-hmm. and If you don't have that build up until where you're gonna change your sound, immediately changing your sound, I don't think a lot of people are gonna accept it. Now, Drake, on the other hand, Drake's, in the last 20, 30 years, Drake would be in the top five with at least record sales, all the accolades. He can probably do it and people wouldn't say anything, but I think he also thinks, I've been doing the same thing for so long, I think it might be too late for me to try this. I don't believe it's true, though. You can always change.
1: Yeah, but and he's still he's still young. He he might not be young. I
4: mean, Drake. Drake, what thirty four? Yeah, thirty six at the oldest.
1: Yeah, so I think like I think it's easier to try something new and try something different once you're established. But I feel like when you come into the music industry, or even well, I don't know if it's the case in like. In movies but definitely in the music industry you kind of do have to come in with a sound that's recognizable so I I like what like what Rico Nasty does I like what she does but she's not popular she's not getting a lot of play she's not getting a lot of spins because her sound is so different and she kind of came out of the gate rapping the way that she raps so it's just like people are just like whoa I am i don't want to take the time to dive into that and to try to understand whatever it is that she is doing. So I'm just going to listen to something else. Like, Meg Thee Stallion, I love Meg Thee Stallion, but the music that she's making sounds more familiar. Rhapsody, Cardi B, anybody else more familiar? Rico Nasty? I'm not ready for that. So I do feel sorry for her because she is actually trying something different, but... I think in the music industry, you almost have to come out with a more familiar sound unless what you're doing is going to be at the highest of highest of levels. Like, it has to be game-changing, you know, world-stopping type of music. And Rigo Nasty's music is good, but it's not bad. And I kind of feel bad for her in that sense.
4: Mm. I do think she is going to suffer. I mean, unless she decides to change her sound because... I hope she Aesthetically, though, like I love Rico Nasty. I'm not super familiar with her music, but I see her on social media like a lot. And I was like, I mean, she's pretty. She's got her own like unique style. She wears like those super baggy jeans, like um the kids used to wear back when I might be showing my age a little bit. ICP was hella popular. She wears jeans like that and stuff with the boots. So, like I said, like visually, she's, I mean, she's extremely stunning. But like I said, I haven't really listened to her music enough to know how different she sounds like I've heard snippets and stuff, but I've never been like, damn, I need to listen to this. And I think that's more that's more to do with me. Like I get kind of stuck in my ways when I listen to music. Like a lot of the new guys, I would listen to them maybe on their second album as opposed to their first album. Like I didn't listen to 21 Savage until damn what was the second one? I it was What's the one cool? with J. Cole on it and Savage Mode? Nah, you know what? That's a lot, because I did listen to them before that second album came out. But it wasn't until it was when, I think it was after the one, the album that had Bank Account on it, but before.
1: The I Am Greater Than I Was. Yeah,
4: so I started listening to them in between the two. So usually I skip the first album, because I never think they are better than whatever song they put out that's popular. Like yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that first album Bank Account, that was like the only song I liked on it. But I listened to the mixtapes and then the I Am, and those are actually decent. Same thing, kind of with the uh, Baby and Dirk. Like I didn't listen to their first albums. I kind of waited for them to put out more projects and more work for me to kind of get a gauge on it. Yeah. So I think I'm having to do that with Rico Nasty. Just kind of like get skip that first one and then go into the second because that's usually when a lot of artists start to solidify their sound. They don't really. With the exception of, I think Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent, kind of.
1: He came out the gate on fire. Yeah,
4: I was like, like, like Fifty came out just that was that get rich by yeah. trying. That's a classic, but you can't. You even, couldn't. You couldn't that shit. You couldn't
1: not listen to Fifty Cent, even if you didn't want to. You heard in the club everywhere. You heard Wangster mm-hmm. everywhere. Like no matter. This is back when you had to listen to the radio, and it was like, hey, I'm gonna or watch One O Six in Park. He was there, no matter where you turned. 50 Cent was there. Get Richard Dodge was everywhere. Exactly, bro. And then,
4: so it was like, yeah, like, I mean, back then, but I was also a teenager in high school back then. So I was actually super immersed in music back then. Now, not so much because I'm older. Yeah. Like, I do try to listen to new stuff, but like I said, because of the age gap now, it makes it harder. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to, a lot of me, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm from the South. I still love ignorant music. If you're talking about robbing and killing people, I'm probably gonna listen to it. But sometimes I don't want to hear that. So that makes it like even though I will say I don't listen to Logic, I'm pretty sure I actually would like his music if I gave it a chance. That nigga just had black and he was like a white man, so it's kinda of would- <laughs> and South Park did an episode where they made fun of his song about suicide, and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to take that man serious. <laughs> so he got South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was just like, ah, if I listen to his music, I'm gonna think about South Park and I'm just not gonna be able to listen to it. But all right, but so Mac Miller is one of those guys, like, he don't make songs necessarily, of, or he didn't make songs about being like super hard and stuff. His stuff was more on the storytelling side, and I like that. So that's the more the music I listen to now that I've gotten older, as opposed to trying to like baby and. This is like those drill rappers and shit, like that stuff, I'll be listening to it and I'll be like, bro, I don't, like y'all be okay with like 50 of y'all homeboys being murked out here. Which is kind of funny because I actually do listen to Sada Baby a lot, but <laughs> that nigga that nigga beat selection is fucking elite, bro. I can't I can't lie.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you if you can pick beats, you will you'll, you'll last a, a good little while. But I mean, it I think as you get older, I know for me, it's hard for me to kind of just like immerse myself in with a lot of the newer artists in, like, you know, I, I need you to, I need you to be somewhat established because like you said, there's new music every Friday, every Friday, there's at least five new projects that come out from five. And this is in every genre, every like hip hop, R&B, rock, pop, whatever. Five new artists are dropping a project every Friday. And it's just like, some of the songs I listen to, like I'll, I'll listen to an album at least once I give you one. Listen, if I find a song in there, I like, I'll put it on my playlist. Like I have, I have, uh, I've been doing it for, I think since 2018 where I'll listen to an album. And if I like a song on there, I'll just take a song off of that and put it in that playlist. So I will remember because music comes out so fast and so often, sometimes I forget what songs came out and what projects drop. So like, you know, I'll, just go back to, okay, what was hot in 2018? I can go to my playlist and be like, all right, who dropped an album? Who had singles? Who was doing this and this and that? And I can at least have in my mind, like, hey, this is who was doing stuff. But I can't really immerse myself in some of these artists because, like, I don't know if they're going to be here next year. I don't know if they're going to be here next month. Like, I don't know how long they're going to last, how long their career is going to be. So I kind of, for me to be, like, an actual fan I think you got to be at least like two to three albums in and establish yourself as like, Hey, I am here to make music. And this is what I do. Like, I'm not just here just randomly putting stuff out.
4: And I agree, man. Like I just remember when I was younger, my dad always telling me about 45s and eight tracks. And he was like, back then, because you couldn't skip, you had to make sure the whole thing was good. And then now it's like, He was like with CDs, you can skip to a certain songs. And then like now it's like with streaming, you can literally just pick one song off an album and just have it in the playlist. And I feel like that kind of leads artists to not dedicate a full 35-45 minutes to making a whole album. I mean, songs are even shorter than they used to be. They're not album artists. Yeah, and then like uh, a lot of songs aren't more than three minutes anymore. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, if, I, I,
4: to, I, if you listen to an older album that came out in the early 2000s, like a lot of those songs are three and a half minutes or four minutes long, and we consider those bangers. I mean, even the One Hit Wonders back then were making songs that was like almost four minutes long. Like now, songs be like two and a half minutes. And it's just like, what the hell? Yeah,
1: if you, if you go back and like, and this is way, way back, if you listen to artists like, like Luther Vandross or Isaac Hayes or even like Barry White, some of their songs, like the first. 30 seconds to a minute was just the instrument instrumentals and that was it. They didn't get no singing. They didn't get no ad libs in. They're just like, yo, you're going to get this bass guitar real quick. You're going to get this piano real quick. You're going to get some of these strings for a little bit. We're going to let this thing marinate a little bit. Like you can't do that now. You cannot, as a artist, have the first, I mean, maybe like Beyonce could do it or Bruno Mars or someone that maybe they could do it, but like you cannot open a song with just one minute of no singing, and just a piano, strings, and drums. You can't do that for a song nowadays. People just think they don't have the attention span for it. But sometimes you maybe maybe try it and see what happens. Like just get you, We will we will listen to whatever you put in front of us. Clearly, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of artists that are out here that aren't good, but they still get listened to because it's out there. So it's like if you want to make three to four-minute-long songs, I think us as fans will get used to it if that's what we keep putting out, if that's what we keep getting. Because right now we're just getting, all right, like the Vince Staples project, I love it. I listen to it often. It's like 30 minutes, and the songs are at the most two and a half minutes long. So I'm just like in and out real quick. But if Vince Staples, because he's such a a good rapper and an elite song maker, if he was like, yo, you're going to get four minutes on this song, You only five minutes this album's going to be 45 minutes to an hour long maybe at first i'll be annoyed by that but if more artists started doing that and were bringing good music with that length like not not what the migos are doing where they're putting out 30 songs and they all sound the same like yeah i'm not going to listen to that bro but 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 and i love the migos but like culture was that was their sweet spot they found like the perfect length And and had the sound there. Now they're just like, hey, we're gonna put out thirty songs. At least five of these things gonna hit. And we're gonna make this money. Like I don't want that. Put out a put out a project like Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly was over an hour long, but it was great music. It was great storytelling. It had a, a concept. All this, all these things that make it to where you're not thinking about how long it is. So artists just have to to be better and not necessarily always focus on how much money they're gonna make because at the end of the movie the guy created like he, he had his own food truck and he was able to make his own money all the money that he wanted to but he didn't have to go through a restaurant owner he didn't have to pay for a storefront all the money was going straight to him like he was clearly making more money but he was able to do the stuff that he wanted to do and he didn't have to answer to anybody else so it's like do you value would you rather make you know i'm just throwing them around there would you rather make a hundred thousand dollars but you're not making the music that you would like to make or would you like to make seventy five thousand dollars, but the music that you're making is the music that you love and all that money is going to you because with that hundred thousand dollars you got like you know some going to your lawyer some going to your your producer some going to the label all this other stuff, so at the end of the day, you're probably not getting all that money, but it's like, what do you value more out of these things? Right. And that's yeah, something yeah. that artists artists, <clears throat> and creatives have to, to take into consideration.
4: I mean, that's true, man. Like, I don't know when it started to happen with Cats making shorter songs. Like, I remember it had to be maybe right after I graduated high school, I started noticing Cats stopped doing three verses and cut it down to two, and I was back in, like, oh seven. That's when I first started to notice it, but if if artists, especially, like, I think it's easier for more established artists who've been in the game maybe four or five years, they got some platinum albums on their belt that be like, okay, I want to do this album that's going to be an hour long, It's going to have a couple tracks where you got to let the music build up before I even say a word, get a live band in the studio with them. Yeah, lay down this track, and then like you said, I think Silk Sonic might be able to do that, especially with the songs they put out. Like they sound like they kind of are going for that maybe
1: late eighties, early nineties feel with the sound of it. Well, leave the leave the door leave the door open. Four minutes long. Skate skate three and a half minutes long. So they're not doing these quick in and out songs. Like they're getting out here and getting after it. Which I I do
4: think. So like I said, Silk Sonic can probably do it. I think. I do believe some of the more established R&B singers could make that shift, like SZA, Isaiah Rashad, and her. Like, I think they could start to push that we need to make songs five minutes. I mean, even if it's like 10 tracks, that's 50 minutes. I mean, are people going to initially want to listen to his album? That's 50 minutes. That's only 10 tracks? Probably not. But think about some of the greater albums that are held up as like some of the greatest albums. Those albums are only like seven, nine songs long, but they are damn near hour long if you listen to them.
1: Yeah, and and if, like you said, if more established artists like Silk Sonic her, Beyonce, um, whoever else, uh, 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 Drake, if they start putting out those types of albums where they have longer songs and albums that are a little bit longer, and that becomes the norm, then that's what everybody else is going to start doing cuz we're going to follow the popular thing. Like, well, Drake's making Drake's making longer albums, so I need to make longer albums. Or he's making the songs are longer, so I need to have longer songs cuz that's what's going on. So, I it, it does kind of start at the top because you can't you really can't be the new person saying like, "Okay, I want my song to be five songs but the songs are like 10 minutes long." Like, you can't like you can't do that. It's like you can't cool. have you can't be a brand new artist and have a song like uh, A House That's Not a Home. That's like a nine minute song or a song like I Love You that Lenny Williams did. And that song's 10 minutes long. You can't do that. You can't be a new person doing that. It sucks, but that's what it is. So,
4: I mean, technically you can, but you got to do it where you chop it up and hide it to make it three separate songs. Or <laughs> one song. You have to fool the entire universe into thinking that those are three separate songs. And I was like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. I actually would like to see it happen, though. Now that I said it, that would okay. actually be a kind of a like a dope concept. That because I mean, sometimes I will listen to like um like a new artist that I never heard before, like somebody might put me on, and some of the songs sound like a very long extended song, that they just cut up to make it separate tracks. And I was like, damn, these songs flow together extremely nice. This could have actually just been one song. Like with just exactly. a slight rhythm change, and you know, it was like, damn,
1: they kind of missed the opportunity. There's always opportunity for people to try something different, but it's just like like I said, it's all about do you do you do you value your artistic um what you're putting out artistically, or do you value the money more? And some people value the money without knowing that you can still get that money while being your true artistic self. And I, I know we've We've had, even on the podcast, we've had, uh, I don't want to say we've had issues, but we have bumped heads about certain things that we talk about on here where it's just like, do we want to talk about what's popular on Twitter or do we want to talk about the stuff that we actually care about? And we kind of have to find, we do have to find a balance in that to kind of like, we, we want new people to listen, but but we also want to care to the people that have been listening and that have been listening to a long time that will listen to us because they fuck with us you know what i'm saying like because mm-hmm. there are certain things that we talk about that we care about that you're not going to see on twitter but those conversations aren't going to bring in new people but then it's like all right so do we care about new people or do we want to just cater to the people that are here with us you know it's 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 a back and forth it's a balance this thing we kind of always have to we, I don't want to say we argue about it, but like once a month, it's always like, "Well, I don't want to talk about that because Twitter's." I don't want to talk about two hundred dollars dates anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sorry.
4: dog, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Some girl <laughs> I asked on Twitter, "Do y'all like do men even like natural bodies anymore?" And I was just like, "Bro, it's
1: fucking <laughs> It's Like, I don't give a
4: fuck, bro. So <laughs> I could get where you. I could get where like the idea is like you don't want to talk about shit on Twitter because shit on Twitter is extremely repetitive. and Nobody really brings in new ideas on there they just say shit. i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm part of the people who just say shit, but i do that because i want to laugh a lot of those people just be saying shit because they're dumb
1: and they be like ah uh, this is
4: a this is a brilliant take no it's not absolutely it's,
1: it it's actually pretty stupid and we've been talking about this for i mean i know it doesn't say like you can't tell based on my profile because it says i joined in 2020 and i've actually been on twitter since 2011. <laughs> Saying dog would you account got I've never been so mad about that shit. But that, that's the only thing I miss is that people are gonna look at my account and be like, oh, he just he just joined Twitter last year. No, I on Twitter for a decade. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not one of these new people. I just got my account suspended, that's all. But uh um uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh do you have uh a song of the week that you I don't have a song of the week, but
4: and I know, like, uh, Dolphin's probably gonna say some shit. crit put all his music on streaming,
1: so Ooh, yeah, I saw that. J. He hey, turned, J. Like, Cole, you know, J. Cole, what are you waiting
4: J-Cole, for? J. Cole is not as hard as crit, so B- big Shonda put not his mixtapes
1: on there. I think future right. got a lot of his
4: mixtapes on there. That's what I'm what saying, are we bro. waiting The go, go to uploading their whole catalogs? And my dog, Crit, just put his whole catalog up on all streaming, so y'all go listen to that. I'm kind of mad that some of the songs did not make it. Like Time Machine is my shit, but I still have the CD. So fuck it. I'm going to listen to that on the
1: CD. But Crit, he put all the shit up. Go listen. Yeah, I was about to say, Big Crit is, oh, I guess in that vein of Big Crit. So uh, Wale put out a song called Down South, and it's featuring Yellow, Bree- Yellow Beezy and Maxo Cream. I don't know who those two niggas are, but Wale was rapping his ass off. Listen. <laughs> listen to this song and then go back and listen to still tipping by Mike Jones. So you should, you should hear something very familiar with the, between those two songs. And this is like, this song lets me know that rap Twitter is just fraudulent. Like the fact, that, the fact that nobody's talking about this song is infuriating to me. Cause this song is fucking hot. Dude. Like if this is, if this is going to be on his album and if this is the type of energy he is bringing, this is going to be a top five album from this year. I don't care who, I don't Nas, Tyler, J. Cole, Drake, whoever, Conway, Benny. If this is the energy that Wale is bringing in 2021, he is going to be in the top five albums this year. John, I have to go pee, but
4: I'm gonna agree with you on Rap Rapture being fraudulent. You know how I feel so about fraudulent. the whole Outcast take, man. Well, the 3K take. I don't know why they don't talk about
1: Big Boy, but I know nobody listens to outcast so. Not for real. They listen to International Players Anthem, but that's about it. And like, yeah. Big
4: Boy verse wasn't fire, but if, to be honest, Pimp C had the best verse on International Players
1: Anthem. Well, I mean, so. that's what that's what Pimp C does, so he's going to yeah, do Pimp-C, that. all right people yeah, great. <laughs> Free, free Pimp C, man. Free Pimp C. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you jumping on. We appreciate, uh I'm not to take a picture of these songs of the week so I can tweet them out because I'm going to forget so hang on <laughs> do that. All right. So uh shout out to Lowe's for coming on and supporting as always. Oh, Chan, that boy, that GA boy, uh KJ. Uh I was in here earlier, uh defending Aaliyah. So we appreciate that. Um <laughs> yeah, rate and review on uh Apple Podcast SoundCloud. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I don't know how many people we got on there, but I mean we can always use another person. So go ahead and do that. Um, bo, 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 bo. We drop every Tuesday. Shout out to South Breeze, uh, Dolphus. Always leaving early, bro. Every time, man. He's here for like and thirty was, minutes. Was, like, alright, oh, worst fucking host. <laughs> <laughs> he just be leaving us in here like unsupervised. I wonder why right? the scenes go for three hours. I'm like, oh, no, you should have still been in here. You could have exactly. You could have been like, yeah, alright, we need to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah.
4: worst producer ever. That nigga's a DJ. count podcast, but oh, you just man. let everybody do their thing and then just take credit.
1: Yeah, so shout out to shout out to everybody. Shout Shout out out to him not
4: being here to defend himself too, though.
1: That too, that too. (laughs) Shout out, you know what? Also, shout out to all the Falcons fans that get mad at me for tweeting about the Falcons, not knowing that I'm the producer of Dirty Bird Nation Report. I'm behind.
3: (laughs) I'm the one who determines
1: who comes on. I I pick the topics. It's me. That's why I tweet about the Falcons. Enjoy your night. (laughs)
4: Also, shout out to Trey Lance for doing good against third string defenders because he's, the, go, future the, he's <laughs> the future of the future of San Francisco. I'm not trying let's to say that shit. That think it's gonna be, be ass. No, you, know, you heard it here first on PCSC app. Trey Lance is gonna be a bust. And with that, we out. <laughs> Peace, man. Appreciate it, Doug. Always, bro. <laughs>